If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code program. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the 486th episode of the Geek First Podcast. Uh, actually, no, sorry, 87, because me and Dylan did the Summer Games Fest. I am the no questions, Travis Snail, and I'm joined by... The clone, Kirkland Panzer. Uh, the Dr. Grant Taylor Field. One of those fucking Taylor nicknames. Just take a character's name or a nickname. <laughs> Dr. Grant Taylor Field. You could just, yeah, could've could've just been done, yeah, the paleontologist, the paleontologist, you know, Dr. Taylor Field, but no. Here we are. And uh yeah, we're here reviewing. We're a little bit later because Taylor's been away all week, but uh we're here nonetheless to review. One of the biggest movies gonna be the summer already. The Thursday night opening had the top five of the pandemic, which was just under Top Gun Maverick, so Big movie, making money. Not that we are surprised and anything like that, but you know what's been a big thing as well this week here at Geek First because we've had newscasts, we've been a one, we've had Miss Marvel. I just did the boys. Me and Dylan did the showcase, which was uh, you guys were fine not to be on that cast because man, what a bummer. But it, me and Dylan had a really good time. Me and Dylan's cast just alone uh, is like worth it to listen to us talk about the Rock and everything like that. Like, have you guys seen the Rock se- segment from Summer Games Fest? No. We got it. We got it either because we're recording originals this week for Patreon. 
cheap plug. Maybe we'll bring it up there. Something you guys go watch. It's one of the most awkward things ever. It was ju- <laughs> it was just so strange. Oh, we'll get in that another. But listen, like that, E3 I mean, level of cringe. Like yeah, when they had it those, was, yeah. and it's The Rock, okay. and it's not even like he wasn't in on it. That's what was weird oh, about it. So no. yeah, we had a good time. We'll be doing the Xbox Summer Game Showcase. That's gonna be coming up now. If you're listening, because it's dropped Saturday likely what's happening right now you can go to our youtube or you can catch the replay of the strikers cup that is happening right now when you're listening to this on the podcast feed it's myself kirkham patzer taylorfield dill Muss, and tyler saris doing a round robin tournament everyone's playing each other the two people with the most points win or gets to the one two slot and then we play a 10 minute finale uh i've gone to play little strikers today and man i'm i'm very very excited and we got that review coming up so just a massive massive week taylor where can they where can they find all that stuff when it's out in the wild ladies and gentlemen you can find us with your internet connection in the search bar geek first is our home base geek first cast is our twitter and geek first is our facebook yeah and uh everything is down below like taylor said just go to geekfirst.ca as well that has everything and most importantly the patreon as you see this week with multiple episodes multiple reviews some casts are happening twice a day stuff like that i'm about to do 11 casts in a row that's because of each and every one of you whether you're listening but more specifically on patreon on any tier you really help us out you guys create more content you make time and money you literally pay for these shows to happen so we thank you very much and a big thank you to the top tier of the patreon producers at the phase four tier for air and brain april of darkness carl richie and smally Biggs. and uh yeah for patrons i'm gonna make an announcement soon i'm looking i think the next after nine is like the 25th that's a rumor date but uh that's the call show we got three exclusive shows on patreon lots of good stuff there so you support us not only get more content you get other perks back so it's lots of fun uh i gotta start off with taylor feel because i just want to hear the excitement of taylor you know i'm very jealous i've not got to see a movie in imax in uh quite a while now so and this was your first time i think in an imax was it i've I've been to IMAX before, like with the Van- Victoria Museum, so mm-hmm. yeah. like their documentary stuff, like not that. Not the same, though. You know, not the same. Look no. at the fish. Fuck the other fish. It's creating more <laughs> exactly. fish. Yeah, no. So this <laughs> is IMAX, something special. Like, <laughs> in yeah. IMAX, yeah. Oh, you see it, penetration. <laughs> but uh, this was, yeah, this was next level. So just like getting getting in, and I didn't know what to expect, but I saw like people were lining up, getting like the big bin of the popcorn you get the candy and you get the two cups like, okay well that's a sold already so we got that and we're when just we taking saw photos. when we saw that emily's like taylor's gonna have to get this like that big bin was, was it at the theaters here yeah and that's where okay. i'm like oh well you're seeing in vancouver so i'm not sure if it's there because what what was the theater chain you saw was it a cineplex yeah yeah okay same thing for us but uh someone did drop their bin during the movie and it was at an action Ooh. part so i thought it was in the movie I'm like these speakers are really fucking good like it sounds like it's right here and then you're like no jimmy pick it up jimmy pick it up and like oh it's a bucket okay but oh, no. did get, look at his twitters and whatnot you got the nice it's a nice I'll post it to the twitter i don't think i did post it on the twitter no you yet, did but because they did that for the there. batman they did that for whatever i haven't jumped into the steel can like tin business yet because i just don't know if I like, they look if it's good. Profitable. <laughs> it's profitable. It's huge. Sounds like you're like speculating a business deal here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the crypto NFT potential is, but no, I just don't know if that is like what it's like in my home. Is gonna be nice and rusty if you wash it later. I don't There's, know. Like, if they fill it up like really good with popcorn, we were eating it the whole drive home. We're just scooping popcorn and just eating it. So nice. But but it How's was your great. Tongue? It's just like fucking bloody from all the butter and popcorn and just bloody. bloody. I feel like That's you, you get, get a, a lot of popcorn. That's why you get butter with it too. <laughs> you got. <laughs> 
yeah, that just makes it worse, I feel. Because, like, the salt, it just... Never mind. Go on with your well, popcorn Kirk, We don't have little milfs like you, so we can eat food <laughs> oh regularly. Your little milfs <laughs> just overflowing with popcorn. <laughs> Shay. Um, but, yeah, it was just... It was great. Like, we got into our seats there. Movie's just about to kickstart. Then it was, like... Again, this is a whole new experience for me and for Madison because she hadn't mm. seen IMAX either. And so it's just like awesome. the sound kicks in and our seats were prime. And uh, it was like experience like uh, like the, you, this world and it experienced it 10 times <laughs> over in IMAX and had universes and galaxies. Then it was like it did like 10, 9, all the way, out the way to 1. And like Madison's like, I got goosebumps. <laughs> like she's freaking out and I'm freaking out. And yeah, then Jurassic <laughs> and World then, kicked and in. Morbius came on. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, we're no. in the wrong theater. <laughs> It's more yeah. than time. Jared more Leto than walks time, out. Baby. Riding Jared a fucking dinosaur. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> he but, walks uh, out. The movie's been out since March. And he's like, hey, everyone. It's great he's that you're Vancouver. still at Morbius. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I would have left for sure. Fuck. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, initial thoughts. Uh, did you get a Minion Caesar? I didn't get a Minion Caesar. I got a Mission Impossible. I Dude, oh. I, had a, I had a Nope trailer for like the Jordan Peele movie. And then after oh, that, the new it's like... One? Yeah, the new one. Oh, that one. sucks because I've avoided that because we're not a newscast. I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, we're, so and that's a three minute trailer. That's a long. Oh, it trailer. was long, Ooh. and it's like still pretty freaky, like the first one is. Yeah. And then it definitely showed a lot, so avoid that trailer. Um, okay. But yeah, then right after that was a Minions trailer, and then right after that was like a special Jurassic World Minions trailer. <laughs> it's just mm. like this is such a weird like spectrum of like audiences that they're going for these trailers, like super kitty Minions, the like super kitty humor that like majority of people weren't laughing at to like nope. Where I was well, like, it's all universal, scared. right? That's why. They're just yeah, out there, movies it's and stuff. It's still weird, though, when I see I, stuff like that. I was looking at the show notes, so I didn't see columns in the chat. So when you just said, did you get a Minions teaser? I'm like, why the fuck is Kirkland asking, did you get a Minions teaser? I'm like, <laughs> well, why Taylor like, asked. Okay, either way, whoever <laughs> asked, I'm like, why is he so specific? Like, did you guys get Minions <laughs> teaser? And everything like that. But no, I, I didn't know what I got because we were we were very, very close to being late. We were right on the cusp. Mm. Like, yeah, but we, we got there, luckily. But we did not see any trailers because we got our own popcorn no buckets but i'm sure i mean that would make sense because that's coming out july and universal so mm. but yeah taylor if you want to know what do you think of the movie well yeah i mean gosh the uh the, the first 15 minutes i i cried about three times i actually had like tears pouring down my face like it was it hit me and then like i'll say this i definitely had tears again at the end but this movie was was it is it like a jurassic park one no is it definitely like is it better than the previous install in the franchise? I will say for sure definitely it is. I think there were so many moments that I could ride along with and I could think, okay, I love this because it's a good callback and there's other things here. Mm-hmm. I got nervous because I was sending you screenshots of people's reviews and stuff like that. Like non spoiler reviews. Oh, I was surprised. Like, when has that ever stopped you? You give Suicide Squad a ten out of ten. That I was like twenty six on Ron Tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> it just I got I got kind of nervous and I was just reading into it a little too much, but um yeah, when it came to enjoying the film, I, I enjoyed the storylines. I enjoyed the characters we got to meet. And for the most part, it was just, it was a it was a good movie. Yeah. Is it the best movie of all time? No. And I'm going to try and go in here like being <laughs> unbiased as I possibly can, even though I showed up with a fucking Jurassic Jeep, the t-shirt, the fucking tin bucket. Like, I was dead. You got like the ringtone of his, uh, his l- lumber hardware <laughs> store. Yeah. But uh Overall, it was. Uh, I really, really did enjoy this movie, and I definitely will be seeing it again. And 
Um, yeah, don't, every, don't say where it ranks because we're doing a separate episode. I, I won't next say week where it ranks. Doing, no, so, yeah, yeah. definitely not. Um, ever like I have Alan Grant biased, and so everything mm-hmm. with Alan Grant, I was just eating it up. I loved it. It just had me. There were so many things that I just thought this is just so Alan Grant. I love this stuff, and yeah, just it was it was good. It was definitely good. It's definitely good. Well, I'll I'll go uh, next because I feel like with Kirkland Snickers, I want to leave him last because I feel like keeps the keeps the audience guessing. Because I've actually been hit up quite a bit of people being like, "Oh, what do you think about it?" Because honestly, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom was like an infamous review for Geekverse, and I've had some bold claims about that movie <laughs> about you know where it ranks as far as blockbusters. I never got to be on that. I still have thoughts. Oh my god! And I didn't get to review Stranger Things season three. We all all shit happens, you know, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, so um, where, where do I fall on this one? Um, so yes, yeah, so Taylor. Uh, the thing I'll agree with Taylor the most. It's not Jurassic Park one. I'll, I'll agree that. I'll agree mm. that. <laughs> no, that's the tr- most truest thing I think on this cast. It's not and, Jurassic Park one. What about his second statement though? What was the he second? He said it was statement? a step up from the last movie. Fallen Kingdom. Yes. So two <laughs> two statements I will agree with. His two statements um, were very like easy to vote with. You know, yeah. it's like okay, he's covering a lot of grounds here, but yeah, okay, I'll agree with him. I I will agree with the Fallen Kingdom, but not by too much for me. I I rewatched Fallen Kingdom mm. and tried, but I think for me, and this is where it's a bit of a cheat, and this is where I will say that. I'm very curious what happens to Colin Trevorrow's career after this because Hollywood is a place where it doesn't matter as long as you make money. That's what happens, right? And you have this guy who was supposed to direct episode nine and then he put out a bad movie and that didn't happen. And I remember me and Taylor, we did a cast when the script leaked and we talked about like, oh, would we want, you know, this version instead of the JJ version? Mm-hmm. And I'm somebody like, I don't really enjoy Rise of Skywalker that much. But after seeing this and uh, his writing, I think I'm pretty happy with Rise of Skywalker that he didn't get to do it because... I I think he should I don't know if he's a bad director I wouldn't say that I think that uh, I know he does the story and screenplay with other people I think he just needs someone else or maybe he just doesn't need the story by just because writing is not his particular strong suit here and I think what was strange for me is at least for the pros cast is good I actually think for some reason Chris Pratt was like the weakest in this movie it kind of felt like he's just happy to do these movies and get a paycheck and be like, there's some acting that I didn't feel was top tier from him, but not, he didn't bring it down. just felt like it kind of wasn't bringing as much, but if you are looking for this movie to deliver on the original characters returning, I think they deliver that in tenfold as far as the actors. I think those are the people that save it because I think there's some good quality content with there. I think their interactions are good. And I guess you could say, okay, that's some of the writing. But for me, the writing is very shoddy. It is those three together, their charisma. And they haven't done like, sure, they've been in sequels and whatnot, but and maybe they've been friendly over the years. But what? They haven't been in the movie together since 1993. So it's not like mm. the Avengers cast that's like been together for 10 years. They've nailed down the charisma so for them just to get back into it and you feel like you haven't missed a beat you feel like these characters are the exact same way for me which was very strange my theater from enjoy the film was silent i remember fallen kingdom i was somebody who was like oh i'm in a crowd of people that really like this movie and i'm not really enjoying it where this was strange there was like lots of jokes that were happening and no one was laughing until golden got on the screen he's the one who got the most uh last one not and golden's my mvp like i i'm with taylor where i think dr grant's probably my favorite character but i maybe because i'm older i've I don't. I, I, here's here's the difference. Doctor Grant's my favorite character, but Golden's my favorite performance. And what I liked about this is we talked about this in Jurassic Park, where he's weird, but he's not 
overly too weird in this movie. Like he reigns it back. He tries to be Ian Malcolm, which I like. Because most roles you see Golden nowadays, he's always just super kooky and super weird, which I like. But it's kind of like Christopher Walken, where they're just like, do the thing. You're like you're funny and weird and <laughs> yeah. stuff. So I think he's great. Laura Dern's great. Doctor um, uh, Sam Neill's he's pretty good. You can tell. Like I think he does not act as much as the other guys. Mm-hmm. And I also think it's just that he gets a lot of the really like some really cheesy lines, and he tries his best to sell them and. God love, uh, uh, I almost called him Neil Grant, Sam Neil. Um, what, what, I think the biggest negative for me is just the plot overall. If I said, I remember when we did the review for Fallen Kingdom where I said, I did not like this movie at all, but where it left us is in a very interesting place. What happens when the world is overrun by dinosaurs again? And this movie decides to not get into that really at all. It's about like six different things. And I feel like the dinosaurs kind of take a back seat. They are literally in this movie, I feel like, just to be scary or the monster. You know, I feel like there it's almost like we talked about in our Obi-Wan Kenobi's reviews where it's like you had, you know, Revenge of the Sith and that happens. And then the next day it's like everything's stripped to look like New Hope. That's where this is where it feels like there's a movie missing in between where there's certain elements added that I don't want to say in spoilers about the dinosaurs in the world where it's just like, how did this happen? And I want more context about it because these movies are about the idea of dinosaurs and should we have brought them back? Should we live with them? What now? And the movie, and again, it's expectations, but the movie I was hope, always hoping, like, man, we're going to get like Plan the Apes with giant dinosaurs. That's definitely not happening with these films. And this is very sci fi. Like, it's sci fi in the way of like kind of sharknado sort of like the things they do with these dinosaurs and the tech they're using with some of them there's no hybrids but there's some things that i almost think are just as bad with what they do with them uh my last point is i shuddered i shuddered fear when the guy who's playing a certain character walked on screen who's playing the villain of this movie because i do not like that actor and oh man did he deliver in that category again because he plays the dad in amazing spider-man and man I don't know if they thought it was going to be funny, but it, me and Emily had a good time with it in like a, the room way, but it was such a weird choice. And that's why I'd say this movie has a lot of weird choices, which could have been an easy layup. But um, yeah, I think for me, what takes us down is the plot. It's a movie I didn't really want to see. And then the, so like it's a concept I didn't want to. And it's kind of like what we talked about Obi-Wan where it's like, okay, now you got to sell me on it. Obi-Wan sold me. This did not. Once we got into it, I'd say the third act is where I actually started to enjoy the movie the most act one, act two, when the characters were kind of separated. I was just kind of getting through it. So a little bit of the fallen kingdom. Um, it's going to make a lot of money. So we'll get more. Uh, but if the original characters aren't there, I, I guess I like Bryce and Chris Pratt enough, but I, yeah, I, I thought it was a, an all right effort, but not, uh, not, not great, Bob, not great. So Kirk and Pat's are famously. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't get Bob. to be on the review, but, um, yeah, you know, they don't you, even you, know my thoughts on fallen kingdom. You do. You've <laughs> said it so many times that, you know, you were ready to, it's basically like eternals level for me, honestly. Um, wow. Yeah, no, I, first of all, I agree with Taylor's <laughs> statements. Both of them. Good. I, yeah. This is, this is not Jurassic park one. And this is <laughs> in my eyes, definitely better than fallen kingdom. Um, you know, if we were doing our retros and then we were like, we watched Jurassic world one. So it's like, fuck, well, I better just watch fallen kingdom again. I haven't seen it since that first like viewing and yeah. Oh my gosh. That movie's hard to get through. I, I feel like there was moments of the movie that I kind of forgot about. Cause I probably just like wiped them from my mind. And then I'm like, this actually isn't that bad. And then it would, and then it would get to near the end of the film. And it's just like, god what are they doing here and that's a long one too i don't even remember how long it is but in my mind it's like three hours it's probably like two it's probably close to this one because this one i think is like two and a half hours um but yeah going into this one i had 
I had like floor expectations. Like literally the, the, the bar was on the ground. It was no expectations whatsoever other than just like, I hope the original trio is, is really fun to see. And I hope the diners are cool. I, I feel like that was kind of my expectations going into this one. Um, which helped me for sure because I, I actually enjoyed this movie for the most part. I think, I think the, the big standout for me is like the dino sequences. Um, I, I feel like those were just really awesome to see like in theaters. I can only imagine what it was like in IMAX Taylor. So that's, I'm envious of you there. Cause just being in like the extreme theater, like I just the audio, everything, like I was totally immersed and it was really, really fun. And I haven't had that since I guess Fallen Kingdom. And that was just such a negative experience. So this is like a positive dino experience for me, which was awesome. Um, I agree <laughs> a lot of what, what you guys said, like character wise, like the original trio, like they were so fun. I could have just taken like the whole movie with them, but I don't want to do like completely disregard like Pratt and Bryce. Cause I, I did really like them too. I like the new, um, mm -hmm. the new addition to the crew. I have her name. Somewhere. Yeah. The actress, I forgot to say this Kayla Watts is her yeah, name in the movie, but yeah. Kayla Watts, I forgot to say my statements like a mini split. At one point she looks at Chris Pratt and she says, um, you know, do you want to ride or do you want me to answer questions? And that's what I kind of think about this movie, you know, just like, <laughs> do, do, do you just want to, do you want to ask questions or you just want to ride? And like, if you want to ride, this is for you, you know? Yeah, <laughs> she was good. Um, so like, I, I yeah, really like liked I, the guy who was the, um, Ramsey. I actually really liked him. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't remember the actor's name, but. Ramsey was really good. Travis doing a little wardrobe change there for the audio <laughs> listeners. I got to do some describe video. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I love that. But yeah, no, I, I, I feel like the villain was so fucking god awful like that like I, I i know we're not even in the spoiler section but i couldn't believe some of the stuff that was going on with this guy like there was moments that i'm like okay hey, they're making him really quirky and weird for like a reason like there's going to be some weird explanation that he's also like again spoiler free section but like he's mm -hmm. there's gonna be something with him and like <laughs> he's just a weirdo this in the moment movie, when he shook around <laughs> When he was That's mad, I'm like, I, oh, he's he's glitching out. Like the 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 chip in him is, is not working. Yeah, exactly. And no, don't but, worry, so. folks. There's no payoff with him. <laughs> like, like there's nothing. Like he's just a fucking weirdo. Like I won't. He's like, just a weirdo. Yeah, yeah, we gotta. I think we gotta start with him spoilers and get him out of the way when we yeah. get there because I have so much to talk about him. But no, he he was totally something kooky. Uh, but I, I like for me honestly, I, I think <laughs> like he definitely is noticeable to take down some marks on this movie for me but i i think i could still rewatch this and and not like turn it off when he's on screen because there's some really fun dino stuff like i feel like we've never seen like so many like new kinds of dinos too before which is really really cool to see um like you, you have your classic long necks again sorry for not the proper terminology here but like the, your t-rexes the raptors like you have like the really iconic ones ankylosaurus you know if you're a, a g like me uh, likes those guys but like there was some that i i don't i like i've never even heard of them before um it's not a spoiler because it was in the trailer but like the one with on the ice taylor do you know what type of dino that is like really cool colors and had feathers and everything on like, top of my head i want to say it's a pyroraptor but let me pyro, just that's confirm fucking dope ass name right there uh it's a pyroraptor. pyroraptor yeah that's awesome so like I, I just loved seeing more dinos than what we'd already seen before and because you know we're in 2022, like the CGI look, the CGI look on them just looked phenomenal. Like it was really well done in my eyes. Um, 
and yeah, like I, I, I think the plot could have been a lot better for sure. And I didn't really know what it was going to be going into this movie just because of, of where Fallen Kingdom left off of like just dinos are out in the world. Like I didn't exactly know what the plan was going to be. Uh, like there was a couple trailers of just Pratt on a motorbike getting chased by raptors. So I kind of just assumed there's going to be chaos in the real world. And I think the plot wasn't really what I was expecting, but it was all right for me, honestly. Um, so all in all, like, without giving a number rating right now like i would definitely pass this movie i actually hadn't looked at like any like reviews or anything before this so when i like googled i was actually kind of surprised honestly to see where like the general feel of the movie was just because like are you yeah just like the crew i went with quite Mm. enjoyed it actually they had fun and uh like i understand i guess on like the critical Uh, side of it like the critics reviews like i guess i can understand that more but I don't know. Like I, I was riding pretty high on it today. Like I saw it last night, and just all day I was maybe not the most like thumbs up memorable movie, but still like there was some good moments I could call back to. Yeah, I think that's the. It'll be interesting if you ever watch it again because I think this is gonna be a movie that will not age well and stuff like that. And I so yeah, I'm not, not to you know spoil my exact number, but I'm in that fail category. There's not. I, I there's. In this, it's like I I like moments, but it's almost just like a best of. Like I would watch, go to YouTube, you know, YouTube these people's great moments, and that's about it. Like, cause the movie, like I, I feel like once, like I don't know, maybe you're not gonna fail it, but once we break down some of these certain plot points, it's just fucking what. Like I'm so surprised that they kind of not let this happen because Colin did Jurassic World, but it's just. I just don't. I I do think it is very much like Transformers, where they're making a lot of money now, but I think they are going to hurt the franchise. And at one point, they're going to put out a Jurassic movie, and it's not going to make money. And they're going to be like, "I wonder what the fuck happened." And it's going to be like, "Well, you kind of let this guy." I don't know. I won't say bastardize the franchise, but just something like if you just were. Imagine if you woke up from a coma and you watched Jurassic Park, and then you went to go see this movie, and it's just like, man, look where we've be- like, look where it's gone. Look at what it's become. Like it's just. And I think the other thing that maybe made it worse for me is the fact that we just saw Top Gun. And I know that we have other le- like sequels already for Jurassic Park, but that's like a legacy like characters coming back and we talk about that how oh it's so emotional and there's so much character journey there's a little bit that little bit of that in here but when you compare the two it's night and day in my opinion like quality of like you looking at legacy sequel characters coming back between Maverick and this and that shows like what they like you can do it you can do it successfully and the good thing is like i don't think the actors are bad they give them some good moments but i i don't know how it's gonna age that's my thing because it it was fun for a first watch i'll definitely watch it again but i think when i watch it again there'll be tons of phone moments i'll honestly probably just skip fallen kingdom and just go world and then (laughs) dominion i don't need i watched it again one more time that's the only time i ever watched i think that's enough for me but to see these characters back so um yeah anything else non-spoilers uh there was a yeah no never mind that's spoiler uh, Colin the Big Yo says, "What do y'all think of practical effects? I could tell they use more than they did in the other movies, and yeah, I think that's tough because I knew going in that they were doing that. But I think there's definitely some shots that looked uh, a bit better. But I think it's like we talked about in the retros, which you can go check out if you've never listened to Geekers podcast. We just reviewed every Jurassic World again. It's just like none of them always look as good as Jurassic Park, and that's just something really weird to say for a you know 
what th- th- about to be 30 year old movie next year like e- like there's certain dinosaurs that come back in this where i think look fine but there's certain dinosaurs that come back from the first one again where it's just like these actors are acting against great people and it's it's not the greatest you know where dra- like but that's the problem we've gone to the scope where these movies are so big and so you know like earth shattering big events you can't do them practical you know so yeah i definitely noticed there was more practical like dinos uh in there like animatronic ones but mm-hmm. there's still many moments where i'm like this like they could do an animatronic dino right here like in this specific scene so i still think that they could have gone more in that direction um like i i don't i'm not a cgi person so i don't know how easy it is it just felt like personally like it was a little bit lazy in certain scenes where they just re- were relying on the cgi as opposed to where they could have like an easy stand-in for mm. an animatronic dino but you know for splitting hairs here <laughs> Well, let's get into, so we're going to take our first ad break. If you've not seen Jurassic World Dominion or if you do not care, uh, we will be right back with the Big Spoilers Breakdown. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And we're back. So yeah, let's let's get that villain out of the way because I want to start with him because I feel like we are already <laughs> waiting to get into spoilers. Oh, so yeah. to, I want to start with you. What did you feel about when we got the name drop? Because that was that right was pretty here. big. Yeah, oh, I yeah. like Golden like, Geeks. Look out, you, Paul Dano! You got some competition this year. <laughs> I like the name drop. I thought mm-hmm. like like I I was like oh, okay, this is all in line here with what's going on. It makes sense to bring him back as like the fill in the void villain. Um, I was Quick question w- before you keep going. This is like who Newman was going to be selling yeah. his dinos to, right? Okay. Yeah. Because that's what I was telling everyone <laughs> that was asking me. So I was hoping that was the case. Dodson. We got Dodson here. <laughs> yeah. Same guy. So I was expecting some kind of payoff with how quirky he was. I thought, okay, yeah, obviously there's something off here. And they, they make a point of there being something off with the way the characters, the main legacy characters react to him. So I was anticipating that. But... It was just like, okay, we're steering down the rabbit hole and making it blatantly obvious that he is just a bad guy, which, again, we would have known from the first movie anyways. But, I mean, all in all, like, he was just, he was weird. And I I guess (laughs) if you make, if you do, it's weird to do a villain at this point because you make him like the standard villain like we've seen before. He was just kind of reminding me of literally the definition of Ian Malcolm saying a kid that found his dad's gun. Like he's just, he's harnessed all this power and he has all this money and everything. And he just has no discipline on how to use it. He's just, he's an idiot who's got money backing him up and investors. And I think that was just, he was used in the context of showing how shitty humans are in these positions where they have tons of money and they're doing things they shouldn't be. And he's, uh, dabbling with, you know, these extinct locusts that he shouldn't have been da- dabbling oh, oh. with. Don't um, get me starting the locusts. And- I was not expecting to have a big emphasis on locusts in a Jurassic World movie. Mm-hmm. But, nope. but uh, yeah, he just, he, I think he was just to fill in that void. I will say his death was just fit. I It fit perfectly in with just how I I, I really thought it was going to go. I thought, because <laughs> when he opened up the, the, t- the tunnel from the train, I thought, okay, this is like, this, the only thing that would be in line here would be cool is like, okay, 
if he gets killed by a Dilophosaurus and the Barbasol can rolls out like Dennis Nedry did in the first one. And I thought, holy shit, they actually did it. I'm glad they did. I'm glad that they set up because I was like, this is fucking terrifying to be stuck in here with these things. So, yeah. Yeah, not a fan of that. Not a, It was just that that's where we got to the point of like, OK, I, I get the servicing, but it's just it's exa- it's tough, right? Because we talk about this whole time of Star Wars of like what fan service works and what does. And I guess that one didn't for me because also it's just like how do these dinosaurs get in here. You know, like it just felt so random. And the fact that we're just oh, doing that's this, a like, running thing when the, all the Jurassic Park and worlds. Remember this the first Jurassic Park though. when T-Rex they just turned like, the power fast travels inside there? <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> he's stealthy, the guy. He's working. Oh, yeah, but yeah, okay. I... I <sighs> That's like one egregious thing in Jurassic Park where these are just, I don't, this is a lockdown tunnel. Obviously, you have these other paths. It just felt just way too similar. Uh, there's certain, you don't want to talk about fast travel. There's some weird stuff where like Ramsey has a meeting with Dodson. Oh, yeah. Okay. That specific, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he, like, we're jumping all over. That's what this movie is. This movie's chopped the fuck. Like, two things. One, I do think there could have been more with Dodson and they cut it. And two, I actually think that Rams was maybe a Dodson clone and they cut that too. Because Dodson drops so... I was thinking so, that too. He drops so many. He's just like me in every other way. Except he's a little taller and a little fitter. He didn't say he's more blacker. So I thought that's the way he was going to go. Because he's like, and he's more... A lot more gonna yeah, go yeah. like get out like humor yeah. with that guy. <laughs> but like and even when that whole like turning happens when he finds out oh god he's such a bad actor, this guy. Oh you do? You you're the mole like oh god. Anyway, oh, so like yeah. um the scene happens with Ramsey, and he's just like, you had everything I didn't. Like, he's talking to him like he would be a son or, like, a clone. So I think there's something that was cut more, maybe all around with this villain. Would it save it for me? Not exactly, because here's the thing where it's like, okay, Emily said it, and I think we're all kind of thinking this, that they're talking about genes, and they're, like, the whole movie's about... Uh, well, actually, I don't know. Fuck. It's about many things. It's about we got to get a clone to get fix this locus. There's also this new Biosyn kind of park-like thing. There's so much storyline going on. We've got black markets, but we're going to get there. It's going to be a wild ride. But either way, for this scene, it's about Maisie. She has those genetics that can like, maybe help people, right? And Emily said the same thing where it's like maybe he has something missing in him, and that's why he needs this help or he needs these genes to fix them. Now... If they cut that, then it makes less sense and it doesn't work. And even if that was a story, I was like, okay, it could be. But I just think they went way too far. Like, he was distractedly, he felt like a scary movie villain. Like, that's what was weird. He felt like he was in a parody. If you next year were to see the parody of Jurassic World Dominion, it'd be the same performance. And I'm not trying to be mean, but like, this guy, I don't know how he still gets work. One time he was in House of Cards and he actually wasn't de- bad there. But there's been so much stuff I've seen him that he's just, he's very wooden. And it if you're going to get a guy to play this very eccentric, weird type of character, you need to get a really specific actor for that type of role to pull it off. And this did not. And he is just such a distraction in this movie. Every scene he's in, he's he's a quiet, <laughs> low-spoken guy, but he's loud. Like, his performance is loud. And it's just weird. Of like, yeah, that moment when they tell him that they have to evacuate the park and he's shaking in the air. I thought I was watching the fucking Exorcist. Like, what's going on here? Like, there's so many moments... Uh, there's just weird lines like when those dinosaurs attack him at the end, he just looks at a dinosaur and says, what's your story? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Who is writing this? Why is this happening? Why, Colin Trevorrow? Why? He's like, what's your story? And he looks like it's spit like. Everything about him, I, I I have nothing redeeming. And he, they just, this is where for me the movie got way more generic and like the sci-fi B movie because he's just a generic bad guy villain. Like he's just every villain we've seen before. And Jurassic Park has had that 
at times, but I think because he was just over the top so much, it kind of made it worse. But uh, yeah, no, I I was gonna say this because I think you've talked to me about this before that there's some can reason. Colin says not to mention how they even find that can. It was buried on an island that blew up. Isn't there some sort of canon thing that they got it off the island or something? Or there was there's, a video game or something? There, yeah, there's a video game that kind of covers that, but. I mean, how they got the can, you could use it up to your imagination. There was like, what, 20 to 30 years of time that they could yeah. have gone in and found it. So, I mean, he, he had other agents go in looking for it. I mean... We're, we're going to get the prequel Lewis Dodson movie where they de-aged this actor and he's going to look for Well, we got the, the original trilogy. We got the sequel trilogy. We need the prequel trilogy, so... Oh, I can't. And it's all about Lewis Dodson. The same yeah. guy de-aged. Oh, my God. But, this, <laughs> Taylor, I feel like, you know, you're pretty positive on the movie. I've seen you shake your head in agreement a couple times. What did you think about this villain? Um... Like, did I already it, talk about the villain? You I did, I but did. I meant more as like, did it? Were you fu- like? <sighs> Was it as it, egregious for you? As yeah, as did it rest? bug you? Like, does it, oh, here's the thing: does it take points down for you in your score? The villain. That's what I'd say. Uh, I I I want to say like if it if it did it would be like a point five because I really <laughs> oh, I was I honestly know rating. like I know his rating. Yeah, I, I <laughs> yeah, was honestly. <laughs> I was honestly just like more or less like intrigued and to figure out and it was just the the payoff wasn't there because at one point like you're right I thought oh he's probably a clone like the whole Maisie storyline we got or like they're, they're probably dabbling in some other sinister things but I just was wanting more of a payoff as to what was really going on but he just to me at the end of the day felt like just some rich uh, moron that just wanted to just get ahead with technology and advancements make more money and I think he paid off for me in that regard like I didn't need anything more from him because we've seen all these other rich people try and make money off the dinosaurs or open the theme park to make money off the dinosaurs all these different aspects so this is just another different perspective on that front and he was just uh, like I keep I mentioned this already but it's just a kid that found his dad's gun he just had the dinosaurs and was just running with it I guess and that's kind of what I meant to not suppose too like when you rewatch this movie because the whole time you watch this you're like oh there's something up with this guy so now when mm-hmm. you go and watch it back and you know there's nothing wrong with this guy it's just the performance oof you know Kirk and yeah, Patzer Golden Geek coming for this guy it's a good uh, heads up uh, just on the second rewatch because I'm like I didn't go see this with Shake she was working last night and we did the whole marathon up until so now it's like I feel like we gotta go see it again so I'll be looking out for these things that maybe just went over my head the first time around. Stay tuned for part two of the review. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, like I agree with everything Travis said. <laughs> I feel like there was no redeeming factor for him. As you mentioned, like I was waiting for some sort of like gene explanation to why he's acting this way. But he like there's there there was no satisfying answer. There wasn't even like an unsatisfying answer. There was no answer. He was no. just he's a weird he was dude. Just completely he was just a weird dude. Yeah. Um I think when he was first and like shown, it's just this like super, super white dude that's like, okay, this like He's playing I, Steve Jobs at first <laughs> when we meet him. Literally. Mm-hmm. No, that's yeah. what I, I kept thinking. I'm like, this is like Tim Cook or whatever the guy is who's like the new Steve Jobs at Apple. Mm-hmm. Like this is literally who this person is. And they better not make him just a super stereotypical villain, like almost mustache twirly with like how over the top he was <laughs> at moments. And that's exactly what happened. And I was so upset by that. Like I I thought that they were again gonna like throw me for a loop on like okay this is what you're gonna think he is and then he actually has like a good motive or something he's like a well-written character and that never happened his death was so oh my gosh and that was a long sequence too of him mm-hmm. like in 
in the uh, the tunnel. <laughs> Lots of smoke. Even before that, like when it just like it dies, he's just like, oh no, 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 what's going on here? <laughs> and then, yeah, he just wanders out. And I think like the first showing of the barbels of the Barbasol can with like the um, what is it, the embryos or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Like I think that was a really fun moment I agree. and like a cool. That was good cool easter egg but like just cut it there <laughs> like they, they had to as you mentioned travis like just really pour it down our throat like hey this is from the first jurassic park remember this this crusty barbasol set it's like if you didn't have a friend with you at that moment you finally <laughs> got it i'm like oh that's the guy that's the guy from the first one you know but it's just like i feel yeah, like one you don't actually need to know it's the guy from the first one it's just like a fun fan service or a thing because yeah. he's never been a character it's not the same actor so i thought that was great where we talked about again like oh we won where it's like c-3po in the background it's like oh that's cool he has this like thing of trophies and even if he puts it in his bag okay that's cool he has like a keepsake but then once yeah just to pretty much recreate the scene again was a little <laughs> a little much for me a little egregious yeah and what are they called dilophosaurus the scariest uh, dinosaur yeah. in the fucking world. That's my <laughs> Oh, yeah. The exorcist. The way dino, they, basically. They're just like, shit. could oh, probably fuck turn that. its head around in like a 360 like the exorcist does, too. <laughs> I, I absolutely hated how they had Chris Pratt just manhandle one of those things. Oh, yeah. Like, it, that was, it was another weird. egregious moment. Because <laughs> yeah, I was even going to shout out, like, the use of them in that scene was actually really fun until, mm-hmm. yeah, you just have Macho Man come out of the woods and just. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's where it just it like that's where it's so funny. It's like the tale of two movies where I feel like the original cast, and even though I don't really like the Ellie Grant doing the stuff with Locust, it's like okay, I like seeing them together, and it just feels like you can see the differences of the generations of like they're sneaking around, they're scientists, they got moles, and Chris Patch is going up choking fucking dinosaurs and like <laughs> not letting it. It's just like, and even the girl, like, and I actually same thing with Ramsey and uh, what was her name, Kayla in the movie, the yeah. new yeah. I like the actors. It was just some of the, the dialogue and stuff they had to do. Even her, she was just a fucking Call of Duty character ripped out and put in this movie. Mm. Like that, it, And I guess they tried to, at the end, try and be like, okay, she wanted to turn leaf and be good. But when <laughs> she's risking everything, playing all this stuff. And like I said, she, Chris Pratt's like, why are you saving us? She's like, you want to ask questions or you want to ride? It's like, all right, that's that's what we're doing here. Like, she's just this type of character. And mm-hmm. when she's just saying, like, oh, dinosaurs and shit, like, there's so much dude broy stuff happening in this movie. That's the stuff where I kind of went. That's where I was like, I I like Bryce Dallas Howard still, but those other characters brought on an element that, as I was watching, I was like, oh, you know what? I don't like this as much as I thought I did. Maybe in Jurassic World there was a be- Jurassic World. I feel like had a better balance, but between Fallen Kingdom and this, it feels way too you know fuck up dinosaurs and you know like yeah. like and they're not even too violent dinosaurs. They fuck up that big one, but uh, it's just a certain vibe. It's that I'm not a big fan of. No, yeah, I I think he said it well too on like like because I really like the actors' performances of those characters as you mentioned. Like I liked Kayla as just being like a charismatic mm-hmm. character. Like when they're in uh, the Biosyn, like what is that like safe haven? I guess for dinos. Like when they're mm-hmm. just kind of trapped in in the forest there in their own little Jurassic Park. Uh, like she was really fun, but I. T- I kind of forgot about it because at that moment I was liking the character but earlier on I felt like her motivation to even just like take the job and like you took the job but like <laughs> like when she takes the job and like is just uh, like going from this like cold mercenary that just does things for money <laughs> just like yeah no, let's just do it like it, it just felt like such a quick shift and I, th- I feel like initially it kind of bugged me and then afterwards it's like okay let's just kind of hand wave that and then just go on this adventure and i think i feel like when i was on the adventure it was kind of it was kind of working until i would get brought back to 
I mean, the villain for sure. He brought me back <laughs> to reality every single time. Hey, Kirkland, screen. welcome yeah. to Bios, and you're gonna uh, have nightmares, this dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, but like, yeah, like even the Ramsey thing. Like, I think there was a lot of mysterious aspects to him where I, I really thought he was like a villain character, and then when he was like on their side, I'm like oh no there's gonna be still something more with this guy and then it just never really happened like i still think that they they fell flat with even the, the stuff they did pretty well on like the original trilogy like i i mean you mentioned like their uh the little quests that they're on with the locusts like okay <laughs> we just need a, like a reason to get these these people like I involved with our new ch uh our new crew of chris pratt and uh bryce dallas howard i think that like the writing there could have been better but like when they're actually on the mission i was enjoying it um mm -hmm. So again, I guess that's where like a second viewing, those moments will really stand out. Of like, uh, this is this is dog water here. <laughs> of like, just dog water. Just just certain occasions on how they get going. Like it it was just really weird for me for like, um, Kayla. I want to know the actress's name. It sounds because that's my sister's name. So every time I see say that, it just mm. feels weird. But she was that, originally uh, Monica Rambo uh, or Maria oh, really? Rambo, yeah. But mm. she had to lose out because of scheduling pro purposes oh. and stuff like that. So she did this instead. Yeah, it paid out. <laughs> <laughs> she could she could have been Doctor Strange. She could have been Captain Marvel, and here she is here. But she'll be in the franchise going forward. It's you know there was yeah. no end credit scene. It was so weird because I looked it up on my phone, and people are like, "Well, because I've said it's the end of the Jurassic series, there would not be an end credit scene." And she's like, "The producer a few weeks ago was like, this is not Jurassic Last movie. Like we're making <laughs> yeah. tons of these. So it's like, mm -hmm. fuck off. Like I don't know what characters are coming back. I." We'll get into. It, I guess once we get the original characters, but yeah, I think she'll be around. No, she if has her new plane. One. She's ready for for new dino yeah, missions too. there. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, what was I gonna bring up to you about? We were talking about these characters and stuff like that. Shit. Oh, Ramsey. The second I knew he was the good guy is when he's like, yeah, and that hall down there is where you don't want to go. And that's like, okay, he's in on it. Because it's just like he's like specifically telling mm -hmm. them without telling like what you need is over there and stuff like that. And yeah. I didn't mind that because I liked the actor. So I was happy that he was a good guy. I've not seen him in anything else. So I hope to see him in other stuff because I liked him for a character that's just very one note there's not much there i think there could have been a little bit more with him and dodson but that would have meant more dodson so it's a double-edged sword <laughs> dodson just reminds me of like jared lell's joker and squad where it's like you need more story to make the character better but do i want it i don't know like it's such a double-edged sword so uh uh but yeah i like those new actors if you get more of it it's possible you just have more bad and you I, yeah, like i don't think i right? want to take that gamble <laughs> no exactly in that moment when he was like guiding them like to where to go i'm like this is an ambush like don't fucking trust this guy like like i was so on the camp of he is a bad guy here it mm. makes sense obviously in retrospective when that was happening but <laughs> yeah and then like i think when it worked out i'm like what the fuck is this movie everything's just working out so easily for these characters like there's the they just they're they have a safe pass to go on everything but mm. it makes sense ramsey was on their side and I like yeah. how like well, two he was people, the mastermind too. Yeah. It wasn't even oh, like yeah. Ian who was initially <laughs> the mastermind no. of it. No, they're like, oh, Ian got us this information. He's like, yeah, you got it from me, you know, and stuff like that. And I felt like, <laughs> I don't know, again with the the kind of lazy writing, the fact that Dodson never picked up Ramsey was in on this. It was like everything bad was <laughs> happening around like what Ramsey was doing, and he would. I thought when he because he's like get me dr malcolm and ramsey I'm like oh he has them both figured yeah. out and he's gonna call i'm like they're both fucked like that's where i thought because how they get screwed up it's so annoying the writing how they get screwed up is like you said curriculum <laughs> where everything goes right the only thing that goes wrong is somehow when they burn these locuses which we'll get into there happens to just be faulty air faulty air and the room fucking breaks 
and they break through glass. Are you kidding then, me? <laughs> <laughs> this is a trillion dollar corporation and they did not have like steel over the glass. What is going on? What's happening? And that's where it's like, if that didn't happen, they'd be completely fine. They would have got out of there. So it's not like the, the you could take out Dodson of this movie. Like once he fires Ian, you can just take him out because he does nothing. He does nothing because even with Ian, he at that moment, that's when he shut down the, the train and everything like that. Once that happens, you're done. Like you don't need Dodson anymore because everything that else happens is like park or just a disaster and stuff like that. But that frustrated me so much that these locusts got out because there was glass above them. You got to be kidding me. I know some might be like, oh, well, they need the sun. That's fine. But if you're going to burn these things, you tell me like my fucking car has a thing that comes over the roof and covers the glass. You're telling me they didn't have anything for this. This is like, it's so frustrating, but that's where when he called them both and I'm like, Oh, this is where it's going to show some of the villain smarts. Cause he figured it out. But no, he just acts like a fucking child when he find, figures out Ramsey and Ramsey. It was weird that I think it's not acting pure directing that they're just like, Hey, we want you just to stand there and take it and not say anything. Like he doesn't really say much. And he just like, he's like, with like an awkward like smile, like yeah, I fucked you over. That that's just about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird circulation of events when the locusts escaped. You know, cool imagery of like the locusts on fire, and it doesn't make much sense that that big. What was the T Rex that was going after everybody, Taylor? Or not T Rex? The big like the biggest game the hunter, carn- yeah, yeah, the big, world's, world's largest, largest, carn- largest carn- dick in the world, whatever it was. <laughs> uh, that was the <laughs> guy. Seven foot dick yeah. wrapped around. <laughs> Gigantosaurus. The Gigantosaurus. What is that? Oh, what is that? Uh, we don't talk about Bruno parody uh, there, Travis. <laughs> I do. I, that's a home joke with me and Emily, so I can't get in that full story. But that's what I thought. Um, so it's a Gigantosaurus. Gigantosaurus. So I'm just gonna call him the Gynosaurus. It's like so he is like, I, I don't know. It's it, so at one point I just have to bring this girl. Forget it. There's a locust. It's completely on fire. He eats it. He's like, oh, yeah, that's yum. That's good. Then later on, we got Jeff Golden, who takes a locust and throws it in that same dinosaur's mouth, and it, like, debuffs and depowers the dinosaur. No, because no, he takes up a spear and, like... Uh... But that the spear is not her because when the fire hits the sword, he's like, oh, oh, like he's like the dinosaurs <laughs> have such a hard time. But he just well, ate yeah, one. it's it's kind of like one. if you have a like a hot pepper and you were to like <laughs> bite into it with your teeth and like get into it, like you could probably manage that. But if you just like put it right at the back of your throat on your uvula, like you're gonna fucking feel that. That's gonna sting. I just wish they didn't do it before, where it was just like just don't make them eat the fire thing, you know. Mm. But so, so, but um, yeah, t- t- I want you to break down. Tell us about this locust because this is the main. I did not think out of all it's so funny what the journey we went on right I was talking about the non-spoilers where when we got to Fallen Kingdom like man it's gonna, this movie the next one's gonna be about dinosaurs in the world this could be great it's not about that we got the preview and we were like oh man this movie's actually about Chris Pratt just trying to get Blue's baby back and I was like uh not really a fan of that man do I maybe wish that was just the full movie because no what the movie's really about is Biosyn has created the well you go Taylor because I want you to explain all scientists but locusts locusts are the main plot of this movie what's driving the entire plot what got our characters back together and I was just when she Ellie threw the locusts on uh, Dr. Grant's desk I was like what the fuck's going on here? Like, why is this like, and this is where like, Oh, it's just a sci-fi B movie. So Tia, what, what is Bison up to in this movie? Well, I mean, with, uh, with these things, I, I they were just trying to create more purely hundred percent genetically authentic creatures just so they could tap into it and just come up with new 
ways of curing humans and human people, I guess. But uh, mm, you're missing one part too, with the crops. With the crops, well, they that's were taking out other people's crops because they're like that was a very loose like <laughs> plot, oh, yeah. like because oh, they yeah. tapped that at the beginning <laughs> and I understood it, but then they didn't kind of come full circle on that, so I. I kind of like just put it off to the side, but it, that is one of the plot points for sure. Their plot um, point was to take out other people's crops so they could make more money off selling food. Because Doctor yeah. Grant's like, well, you know, what's a few that million people uh, hungrier? It means more money and stuff like that. Yeah, you sounded yeah. like the dude from Tomb Raider. There, <laughs> that's what Doctor Grant sounded like. <laughs> Give one life for a million. It definitely was. Uh, it's just another shady thing that they were doing. And I like, I actually like the conspiracy aspect. Like the locusts were definitely <laughs> yeah, a huge factor. Cryptic. And, uh, um, like what I wanted less locusts, like, sure. I always like trade more dinosaurs for locusts for sure, but I'm definitely not like taken aback by it or anything along those lines. I thought, okay, like I can run with this. Cause it's definitely them just like, it's, I think it was Ian Malcolm calls it in the last movie. Like it's, genetic power has been unleashed just out of the box and like all these companies are just going crazy creating these things and just taking full advantage of this genetic power and now you have these things that they definitely frightened me because i just i was thinking like man this is this is terrifying and uh that whole scene with the kids was super fucking freaky that was when the, that was like a terrifying scene yeah yeah <laughs> so i i don't know it definitely worked for me i like them kind of using that as a narrative to connect our characters um uh, the two main storylines between the legacy and the the new characters, I guess, like you have Blue and Maisie and then the Locust. I liked how they used that to kind of tie the knot and bring them together. I think it, it worked for me in terms of timing and development. But the Locust themselves as this main kind of like plot line. Um, yeah, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it at all, actually. I, so I got to give Colin big props because I didn't even think about this, but he's like dead on. Didn't even feel like a Jurassic Park movie, more like a Bond movie featuring dinosaurs to me. And man, I mm. that that's re- like the Locus is really like that oh. all in the game. Is Colin Trevorrow the luckiest filmmaker in the world? He... Uh, <clears throat> I understood how Michael Bay kept getting away with doing Transformers movies because he's Michael Bay. I don't know how Colin Trevorrow is. If you want to, I, I hate to say this, but if you want to use the example of like white privilege in Hollywood, my God, like I don't know how he's doing these movies and get like, I, and he's probably going to get to do another one too. Like for once, you know, I'll, I'll give Kathy saying, you know what? He made a really good call making sure he didn't get to touch Kylo Ren. Like imagine what he did with Dotson and Kylo Ren. Like we could have been in this era, you know, and stuff like that. But just yeah, recast yeah. Kylo Ren with that Dotson. Oh fuck. Yeah. Tell you go before I talk about the locusts. Um, well, I just, I just wanted to point out cause on the topic of James Bond feeling, I actually thought that woman in white, that, pawnbroker chick i thought she was actually the pawnbroker oh. from mission impossible i was oh like holy God. fuck is this the same universe i was like ethan hunt is he gonna like swing in here <laughs> we'll get um, into that yeah, yeah. that was th- that's probably my least favorite portion of this movie that first half of getting to the island not good stuff <laughs> but yeah the locusts is I, I mentioned a little bit that's where it's like okay you guys really like that the children thing i think it's like it's probably like it's a good scene in a different movie for me. That's the problem where I just think none of this fit. It felt very off. Like I said, I didn't like the sci-fi route. I did not like the plot. And then what they gave, like I thought we could have gone so many different ways. And that's where it's like, I guess I can't transition where dinosaurs are just in the world. You know, they're just in, all in the game. You can go back. Well, I'm not sure. I that, 
Kirkland and Taylor, what, what do you like more, this or Rise of Skywalker? I'm definitely Rise of Skywalker, and mm. I'm not even saying I could like Rise of Skywalker that much. I'd pick this. Probably this, I think. Wow, I, there you go. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen Rise of Skywalker, though. Yeah, so these guys are definitely on the wrong side of history, so there you go, everybody. But anyways. I will, just like, to add to that, I would say this because it, it's, it still has like the elements and components to conclude elements of this story for these characters. Where, I mean... Rise of Skywalker was like, we're re-going back on things and kind of going crazy, which they did in this movie. They definitely went back on Maisie a little bit with her history yeah. and everything, like, actually heavily. But um, <laughs> at least it felt like the tracking of it was a little bit more cohesive than Rise of Skywalker. So that's why I give it the edge. But even then, they kind of do the same thing where they like, we wanted it, but they almost try to like, eh, let's just make sure Grant and Ellie are together. Like, let's break mm-hmm. them off, off screen, everything that like so that. funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, wait, how's, how's your husband? Oh, oh uh, not yeah, around anymore. Mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're not together. I literally. I like that though. That was good. I, I did. Guy in the theater I was like, yes. And Emily just looked at me like, yeah, fuck them. <laughs> like they shouldn't be together. That was a big mistake. That yes. Dress- <laughs> I did. I literally. Yes. That was yours. I thought you said somebody in the theater. No, I did that. I was oh like, yes. God. When she said we're not together, I'm like yes. You're just dropping like, his bucket of popcorn too. <laughs> that that was a mistake in three. They should have found a way to put them together and got. Go back to our three retrospective. I talked all about that. But yeah, the locuses, I just um not a fan of any of that. Again, it, it put the dinosaurs out of backseat. And that's where again the dinosaurs were kind of already in the world. They're already on black markets. People are like breeding them and stuff. There's all these things that have developed with dinosaurs that I feel like we completely missed out on. Like, how did this all happen? How did we wrangle them all up? And it really like I guess I thought about where it's like, okay, if these selects amount of dinosaurs if the world got together could we like wrangle them up and take them sure i guess they just it made it feel really easy at the end where it felt like such a huge threat that dinosaurs are in the living it really Mm -hmm. didn't feel like the way it's like no we locked them all up we are already using them as like sport jackets and rugs and we're eating them and the only other place where they run wild is brought biosyn it's like okay and what was super annoying this is where i feel like it's kind of like rise skywalker where the way when rise skywalker ends and it's like Oh, we're just kind of, we finished the original trilogy again. Great. This movie ends with, okay, and all these dinosaurs are on this island and it's their own sanctuary. Well, they're That's not sh- on an island. They're still yeah. in Italy. They're still it's just everywhere. a sanctuary in Italy. No, but whatever. The world, but that, yeah. that line of, the, like, reasoning is the same thing we got in Jurassic, like, World and stuff. Like, or Lost World and Jurassic World. Like, there's so many fucking names here. That's but why like, we're never going to stop having these movies, well, though, yeah, for those it was, reasons. It was just <laughs> the same thing. Like, that's how these dinosaurs were left last time, right? And then it's like, well, a volcano's coming, so we got to figure but it's the exact same beat it's the exact same <laughs> we're leaving these dinosaurs alone for themselves we're gonna like nature take its course like no you're not we've done so it's just like again it's just recycling similar plots and then the new plots they're bringing aren't that great so one the locusts i thought like i said they made the dinosaurs a backseat they just made them a monster attraction that's why i think for kirkland Terry, it sounds like you guys enjoy the dinosaur scenes a lot more i th- i like them but that's where i just feel like they just popped up when they need them like oh we need a scare here we need a scare where they didn't really feel that essential to the plot which really sucks when it's a jurassic movie and then the locust is just kind of bored me overall but it got the team together so i guess it's fine yeah. you know but i think like also another like plot point negative negative point i have um is like from fallen kingdom like probably my least favorite part of that entire movie is like the whole emphasis on like gene splite scene and i I understand that's been like an emphasis like it's been around since the first jurassic park Mm -hmm. that's how they got dressed like the dinos in the first place um but like they just 
they just are like amping it up by like a hundred. Like in Fallen Kingdom, we got introduced to Maisie, who's like literally just a human clone. And then I, I think when I because this movie had been in the works for so long like i remember the, the comments of like no more no more hybrids like we're not oh, getting yeah. any of this and it's like okay nice some some positive news and then in this one okay we, we don't really have hybrids but we still have these like killer raptors that are just like you, you laser this, point and they'll yeah. just hunt you down and then we're still getting like a huge emphasis on like the gene stuff of like uh with the locust like that's literally what that whole plot line is there is they're they're manipulating like the the, the food supply well, i don't even remember the full explanation of it but that's it's basically what, yeah, something they, like because every crop that gets attacked it's not biosyn crop so they're just like targeting yeah. anything that's so not them so they make more money and, and again, like all of that stuff is just getting like further away from the dinos and like what travis was saying like it just makes the dinos this monster threat as opposed to making them like a centerpiece of the movie and like i don't think i'm fully in your camp travis of like like i, I still think they do have a, a like a relevant sp- space in the movie but i think we could have just had a plot line around them as opposed to just being swarmed by dinos <laughs> to to counter that i would say like michael Crichton at his core like for being like the father of these the author right? this French, the yeah the author oh i wish so, you could see this movie man. Um, oh man well like i think i wish he would but the thing about that <laughs> as well is like these yeah. these movies aren't always supposed to come back down to to dinosaurs and like this dinosaurs run around with people like the big thing with michael Crichton and his writings is that it's the immaturity of humans and their errors in creating and tapping into uh things that they shouldn't be that could lead to significant uh, human extinction and dangerous events and horrible cataclysmic things of occurring on this planet. And that's one of his most reoccurring themes in several of his other books. And so when you have a theme like this, where you have human corruption, genes and all that stuff, and just the, the greedy, horrible aspects of humankind just reaping the rewards of these things, then I think that kind of goes more in line with what Michael Crichton would be aiming for. I guess. How many Jurassic books were there, though, Taylor? He only did the two. And so <laughs> this was, like, the second one with what Dodson was up to, I can see where there are ties connecting this. Again, they don't have actual written content to run with, but mm-hmm. when you look at that second book, Dodson, you can see similarities, not in how he acts, that's not the actor's thing, but in what they're trying to do with, like, the company <laughs> and everything along those lines. And then, again, I'm you can't pair it up against his other novels but his other novels and certain themes that they tackled this again kind of shifts in line with how he handles his writings it does but i think my problem is in these movies they're just line drops it's ian malcolm Mm -hmm. says a few things in a speech and then we got big motorcycle chase because we talked about in the first jurassic park that works and even i think to lost world where we have big action scenes but they have moments of dialogue and they're talking about these things you get a moment of dialogue and then they're you'll so what it is let's say there's a 30 minute scene two to five minutes of that scene is about the moral morality of life and what's going on and then 25 minutes is motorcycle chase gun shooting raptors mm-hmm. and, so, and that's where it's like you what we talked about the first Jurassic Park the action the chase scenes the dinosaur fear it's probably pretty minimal when you look at screen time because the actual conflict is about what you're talking about Taylor that's my problem is the dinosaurs yeah. represent that conflict where I thought this movie could have been hey these dinosaurs are in our world what do we do and then you could really talk about that but they just skip that to get to like the cool fighting they they skip that to get like what Kirkland pointed out I think it's a complete like cop out to be like yeah we don't have hybrid dinosaurs but we have 
uh, laser tracking killer raptors now and it's like <laughs> that's just the same thing that's the same thing and you're just saying like oh we found a way and it's like i know you could say well in this universe owen grady trading them he did but it's very loose every time owen grady sees blue he's still just like everyone fucking get ready <laughs> like he's never calm he's always like we could fucking die at any moment like look out here like <laughs> so for the fact that these these raptors and it was weird too of like that scene with Barry, I like that Barry came back. That's great. He's like, so there's this one rapper that's tracking him, right? And they're going to do this whole, you know, roll and get him in the locker. That's all good. I like the chemistry. I think they bro-hugged way, way too many one times. Just like, yes. And they're just like right after. It's like, man, there's still fucking gun shooting going on. Like, let's focus up here. But he does that. And then at one moment, the, she he tells that lady to put, like, CIA, put your hands up. And she puts her hands up and she hits, like, Pratt with the tracker. So what were those dinosaurs? They're just chilling there the whole time, just like they're just waiting for their call. Waiting for next target. Yeah. So either one that is like okay, that's how they work, and like I said, that's like a lame highbreaker thing, or just bad editing, and they're just like they come like raptors. Well, are she coming clicks out of her. She clicks her bracelet, and it kind of pulls them towards her. Remember when Bryce Dallas Howard had her there, and she clicked it, and it sent out a signal to but call. But what them? were those raptors doing before? While Barry and Chris Pratt were doing their thing, because she hits that, and those raptors running from out of nowhere in the same area where were they they're probably chasing the other dudes she no, no 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 she lasered right from that far they were on chris pat like but no that. but no but she like she well they run really fast i mean they're keeping up on <laughs> that bike scene Through those walls. things could run oh yeah and that's right yeah it's just again where i agree with you too that there's moments where they try to hit on that like even at the end right they try to make it not just about global warming but i feel about everything where it's like hey we could face extinction but the biggest thing is we have to work together we have to coexist mm-hmm. whatever problems is we have to find thing one as <laughs> people aren't going to watch a drastic movie and take that from it but why that's not going to happen because the movie's not about that Jurassic Park is about that. This is about let's have a fun time with a bunch of chaos. And that's where I think they had a chance. And I think even Jurassic World, the first one, has a bit more of those shades of going too far, the like commercialization of things. Because there is a lot of action in Jurassic World. But we get a lot of, like, I feel like the moments in Jurassic World, we get, I don't know, half an hour to 45 minutes before shit really hits the fan. Shit's hitting the fan 15 minutes in this movie with those locusts and stuff, right? So mm-hmm. there's not a moment to breathe. And I think they just do that in my opinion because they don't know like the writers can't they can't tackle what they're they're not steven spielberg you know that's and it clearly shows in my opinion of like you are not and yeah that's a big thing to come up to like yeah you're not one of the greatest directors of all time but that's why he made that work that's why he made jurassic park and i still think lost world i think lost world is fucking like the godfather compared this like work because he's still touching upon those aspects where this movie has some line drops but is not about in my opinion those things and yeah that that power broker lady or whoever she was man i didn't know i didn't like anything i didn't like the black market i didn't like the 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 selling of people justice smith was back i was glad they didn't make him yell a bunch you know like mm. good for him and stuff he had like a different voice too i swear yeah. he was talking all like deeper and manlier they gave him a beard <laughs> it's like this yeah. guy is all grizzly now working for the cia uh we're actually oh, fuck we didn't even take that but let's take an ad break right now and then maybe we'll talk about the original characters talk about some good stuff here because we haven't touched upon them so we will be right back with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, Did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. All right, Taylor Field, you start off. How did it feel seeing Dr. Grant again? Oh, man. Again, that was one of the scenes that made me tear up. It, uh, it hit me right in the feels. I really liked him just... He just he just fit back into this theme like it was yesterday, and uh, yeah, he just his, his dialogue worked for me when he just starts talking to Ellie Sattler, and then Ian Malcolm gets back in there, and Ellie Sattler's like, "Oh, he slid into my DMs," and he's like, "Slid into your what?" Like he just is mm. hilarious. I love I love that that innocent humor, those one liners, because like he's not to me he's not tech savvy, and like holy shit, he just he reminds me so much of my dad. It's unbelievable, especially in this. And I think just Sam Neill, 
I, I didn't I didn't need like a whole uh, adventure like Jurassic Park one or three with him in this. I just I just needed to have him back in this role, and I got that. And just him him having these moments of weakness with Ellie Sattler, I, I like that. It's like okay, this is cool. They're just working there, you know. When you're when you're old and you have a love that's lost, but she comes back or he comes back, and you just like you got you don't got to give any fucks. It's like let's just go for it. And there they were all Speaking in from it. experience, Taylor. Uh, not old yet, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, they're just, they're just going at it. And I loved it. There's these passionate moments. And, okay. Um, you please pause for people that have not seen the movie. They're not going at it. They're not. Just oh like, yeah. When they fell the locust, no uh, they fell the locust, <laughs> uh, pen and their clothing was all ripped and they were ready to pounce on each they other. Oh one man. Kiss at the end and the rest is longing looks, which I'll like, but I would not classify this as going at it. My God. Oh, they were, they're they were macking, ready. Right. We looked up that term. <laughs> <laughs> they're macking. Yeah. Poor Maisie. They're like, Oh, sit back there. I got to, Pop I have. Bill. I have to say, pop this bill. We don't work My, for Bios. <laughs> oh shit! You're fucking on the floor right here. <laughs> yeah. My my another scene that brought tears to my eyes was um i really liked when they found beta and Maisie put her hand up i just thought oh this is super cool that she just she just like pulled that out did that and then on me. um chris pratt kind of gave direction and then alan put his hand up and then he, he he was doing the control thing and he started to move off to the side and he was just doing the thing and i started to tear up i thought holy fuck like this is our our raptor expert our dinosaur man and he's actually doing this i'm almost tearing up right now actually thinking about this again but like he he just pulled it off and i love seeing that just come full circle where he's been terrified of these things like you remember the sounds they make <laughs> okay no he didn't I was say waiting that for him. I was he was waiting saying that horny drop that line. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Still when she like comes into his tent to remember this, <laughs> <laughs> he's, tell, he's telling everybody, "Hey, you guys remember the fucking sounds that Raptor make?" Oh, he's like, chuckling. "Yeah, one lives with me." God, yeah. I, I was chuckling too because before they got to that moment when they like corner uh, Beta there, and then Pratt takes the shot. They're like walking down. He's like, "Watch the sides. They yeah, love to come at the sides." I love like, that. <laughs> they always come at the sides. And when he's, he's in, he just has these like lines of like he had like the original experiences. He was talking like, about how like oh, and they, we realized like no, they go for the throat and everything. Like, he's just he's so good with that. Yeah. I love it. Oh shit. Oh yeah, no, he's fantastic. And even then, like I'm not sure if you notice this, but when they do the three of them, it's the reverse scene of Chris Pratt from Jurassic World, right? Where he has his hand up and it's three raptors. Mm. This time it's one raptor and three humans. So it shows yeah. that uh, I thought the gun was risky because I remember in Jurassic World he specifically said if you shoot this animal, I'm gonna lose trust of it. So I was kind of surprised he was gonna shoot beta and i don't know like i know maybe it's young enough not impressionable enough but i was surprised that that was the way like, i don't think he's train, caring but... i don't think he's caring about like first impressions with this thing <laughs> i think he just needs to get it out it's a wild animal now at this point he so. brings it back to blue beta tells blue what happens they just fuck up the whole family in that truck. Like, imagine that was the dark ending chris pat's looking there like 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 smiling in the truck and blue and beta just run back and just fuck them up and that was the end like i would uh, that would have been so bold but obviously not but um gosh, you're not go getting another another jurassic world movie with the with this cast <laughs> yeah yeah they, they didn't want to come back but uh you spoke a little bit about kirkham but yeah dr cram we start with him yeah no i i thought that moment was was good like i i feel like just some of the like the dialogue they had together um I think it could have just been a little bit better, uh, honestly. I don't know. Maybe I just had, like, because I knew they were coming back, and, I like, I loved the chemistry and, like, the lines that they had in those Jurassic Park movies. Like, mm -hmm. I think the chemistry was there. It's just some of the lines were just lacking a little bit 
for me personally like i felt like laura dern was very like like charismatic and like i don't know the best way to describe it. like she just she just seemed really like joyous and like pumped and then it, it just felt like certain moments like sam neil was just like it was just like going through the motions again like i i, I feel like it was just like the script there because like mm. later on when he was just being alan grant again like i was totally in on it i swear this guy should just be indiana jones honestly when he like had the torch like down in the caves he just he had the look it's on the poster too for the movie i'm like this guy's just indiana jones now he, lo- he, looks, he looks great awesome. he looks fantastic he looks i don't great. know how yeah. old he is but he looks fantastic no he looks fantastic and i think uh like all the callbacks to the jurassic parks whether it's his his experiences like i was kind of joking about the line but like it was still really good like in the moment again just to like have him there like with the new cast i think like those moments were really good um and uh, see, that's I, the stuff I prefer over the dots and can stuff of like, he's talking about like they come from the sides, but that doesn't feel like it's, it's an Easter egg in a way because he's talked about it before, but it's not out of context because like they're in the middle of hunting a raptor. <laughs> he would explain this to Maisie or something like most of the, I think, fan service stuff they gave the OG characters for the most part yeah. pretty much worked. Like even then, like maybe it was a little egregious when Ian Malcolm's shirt was like a little buttoned and he's like, oh, sorry. But like. That's oh, I love that. like, that's a word for me. Like I still think that's on the line of the good side, you know, where it's like, okay, it's situational. And I think they, they nailed that stuff with them. It's the other stuff in the movie where it's like, hey, you remember remember this can? Remember Dodson? Remember Newman? You know, like they do that. Not too much. It's not as bad as some other like some of the Star Wars stuff we got. But I, I agree where those lines I think worked for me, like the callbacks, because they yeah. they were situational. They're callbacks because unfortunately he's in the same situation again, you know. <laughs> they didn't have a raptor calling. Alan. Alan. No, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else with him? Like, I, I, um, like getting back to that, uh, when Laura, jeez, Ellie, Nellie, Ellie, 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 yeah, Nellie, when, <laughs> when, when like they're in his tent, not, not getting all hot and heavy as Taylor was describing, Mackin. but, <laughs> um, like when she was just talking about like this new chapter of her life like her kids are grown um she's like single like she can just be she's like excited again to like be in this line of work and then she's like i'm living the alan <laughs> the alan grant life yeah. the alan grant life and then he's, he's just like it's lonely it's lonely ellie <laughs> like and he's, just, he's just like living this really recluse life and yeah. like i i think i was just chuckling just because like from him he just he's been alone like he doesn't have kids he doesn't have a significant other unless he's just cheating on her with with ellie as soon as ellie comes back listen <laughs> we're, gonna really, we're gonna have an awkward conversation when we get back but it's gonna be fine you know so. <laughs> yeah so i i honestly i feel like out of the three original characters i feel like honestly sam neil was the lowest out of the three and i i, I, I feel agree. like i was expecting more and it's not like he was bad. It's just I had my expectations so high because he is the lead in like that first one, right? Even in the third. So mm-hmm. I, I think he was like, I I don't even want to necessarily say I was let down. It was just like I was hoping for more from him specifically. I don't I know. Think, I think there's even, I think it's mostly dialogue because I guess there, there, it's weird because I've seen him and other stuff recently like the tycoon movie, like wild, like uh the wild people and stuff like there I'm, I'm screwing up the title where the wild people go or where whoa god i'll look the, it up the after. wilder people wilder people thank you like he still has it and it just felt like maybe he was i just feel directed poorly or this was these dialogues where even that line where she's like oh at the end like oh i'm gonna you're gonna go back to your tent you're gonna come with me and he's just like 
I'm going with you. But it's like, that's all you could think of. Like he did, like there was nothing yeah. clever. There was nothing. And I feel like that's a problem that other than the lines that he has that are kind of having some tributes. And I think that he has, again, charisma and good chemistry with Laura Dern, but it's just that I think they just gave him, I don't know, not the greatest script for him to work off of, unfortunately, but he still brings it, you know? And I think, yeah. I still like that. He's always annoyed with Ian Malcolm. Like I yeah, love that. I love they're that always, just at, but I like that he saves them later on. And, the last shot of them two together is them talking and he kind of like doesn't have his hand over him but he's like grabbing his shoulder and stuff like that so i, I like that it's again it's it's fun he's like oh i haven't seen him in years and him and ellie have been talking for pretty much that whole time so yeah he is wondering like i agree with you like all that innocent humor works with because that's i think again that's where i attribute to that's sam neil's like face reactions you know like he's good at selling that stuff yeah. and of course the movie set it up for that but again i i don't attribute that much to the directing but uh yeah no i i love sam neil and almost anything so it worked for me but i agree with you that i would rank him the lowest and laura dern's always great like i think she's the best actor actor out of the three and you just kind of see that there like she's yeah. just like she she just always feels like a better and i love goldman but i feel like she can just do certain <laughs> things that those two can't and um i like that uh she was like the charge of the mystery yeah it's a little weird that okay i need you to come here because people are gonna trust you and stuff like that but it, that's where it's Another thing that I don't like about the plot where their mission kind of feels pointless at the end because everyone would believe them after this because everybody turns on Biosyn at the end. It's not like I wish that Biosyn like it gets destroyed. And the thing is, I guess you want to do the whole thing where Dodson gets the bad death and he gets teared apart by dinosaurs. But there's no comeuppance for him, really. There's like his biggest fear to me was being outed being no like he deleted those files they were burning the things he didn't want to evacuate the park and stuff like that to me the biggest fear was the world knowing that you are a piece of shit that have been like like taking food away from people and like that's prison time that stuff like that but he just gets to die and none of that happens and that's where it's at the end where the movie's plot was okay we got to get which it feels like it got so off to a different realm but Ellie and Grant got to get to this laboratory, get DNA from the slows because they can prove that these are powered by Biosyn and they're doing the trouble, right? Jump the end of this movie. You're going around this area field. Multiple people doing interviews talking about how bad Biosyn is, all this stuff. And then Laura Dern's like, well, we got to get this DNA to the lab. Like, it's proven. It's all like everyone's going to already know Biosyn's a bad guy. Like, everything's going to be in there. And I guess the DNA just like, like, double confirms it so i thought that was kind of weird that i wish that dodson maybe didn't get killed by those dinosaurs and thought he got away with it and ellie having this dna would have been like no like fuck you like you deleted everything and got rid of that stuff but this proves right here and like you're going to prison or something but no they just went with like the very actionier thing so i think they kind of took that away from her i thought she could have had a big moment because i just laughed when she's like oh i got this dna it's like for what what does it do now? Like it's all, it, like, it's over. It like cool. You came here for nothing. Like apparently, all we had to do was just break the glass where the locust is, and everything would have fell apart. So they could have just fucking hit that button without like doing anything. Like yeah. it would have just ended all of bios. Yeah, oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they would have break out. But so that's where I I like that she started the mission. I just wish they would have kind of had her yeah. finish it. But then they again they do this thing like Fallen Kingdom where they're gonna go to court and they're gonna talk about all these things, but they skip over that stuff. They're like, oh, the audience isn't gonna care about people talking about real world stuff. It's like, no, like that's why I like Dress Park. But yeah. alas, that's uh, you know what happened. So, but I, I, think- I, I, she was great, and I really liked her uh, team ups with Bryce Dallas Howard, who I've not talked about. That was fine. I, I think out of the new people, Bryce Dallas Howard is actually also the best. I've liked her 
arc of where we went from world to where she is now and we see a lot yeah. of like her taking chances but especially in that way it's so cool where you think about steven spielberg directed the first one steven spielberg and ron howard are good friends so you have like laura dern working with ron howard's daughter here like in real world stuff it was just cool to see these like people literally of the old school of hollywood and new school of hollywood like working together people that have worked like she's worked with his dad like all this stuff it's really cool stuff but i just liked them as a team up together there's some cheesy one-liners in the middle of the dark locust stuff that i don't know if like when they break the power she's like oh that feels good it's like all right i don't i don't know if i need all that like some of the one-liners this are meh but overall laura dern was great absolutely um what was i gonna say oh yeah you brought up a good point on like how laura dern's character started the whole mission with the locusts and i think like how that ended it just goes to show like how bad of a plot point that actually was because like nothing even came of it at the end like it literally was just to get them to biosyn to interact mm -hmm. like with our new crew um <laughs> that's something that like i i didn't really even stew on honestly till we were starting to talk about it now it's just like i already didn't like like the locust plot line but now it's just like it doesn't make any fucking sense because like hey i got this dna sample and like we're totally gonna ruin biosyn it's like that was yesterday's news. Like they're already done. They kind of yeah. shot themselves in the foot. Just and that's why I said on rewatches. Like I don't know where it's, it's gonna go. Oh my god! And that's where it's interesting though. Where I, if you want them to get to Biosyn, I just feel like again in the writers' room they couldn't think of anything to get the, like even using Maisie somehow. Like I'm not sure how they could have done it. I'm not sure again. Like it's just even they could have got a call being something like hey. Like Golden feels like they're shady and use some sort of other reason why they're being shady with the dinosaurs or maybe they've all know what they could have done. It's just been like, hey, you have Biosyn that's like, oh, we're a safe haven for dinosaurs. And then know what's shown is they are in the black market. They're working with people. They're taking these dinosaurs. That could have been your plot right there of, hey, this group that's showing that they're supposed to be peaceful or dinosaurs they're like helping breed dinosaurs. They're like killing dinosaurs off. They're selling them for all this money and Ellie Grant, or well, I guess she could be Ellie Grant now in the next one, but like, you know, Ellie Sadler and Dr. Grant could go there to investigate. Maisie's already going there because the cloning stuff, right? And he even said, which we'll get into fucking Dr. Wu, my God. Oh what a, what, my what a God. character. What a coming to Jesus moment that guy but had. <laughs> the weird thing was, he says, like, okay, we could use this if it's locust. And then also, what he says is, every generic bad guy says like oh we could fix cancer alzheimer's but it's already there they could already want Maisie to come back because they want to fix those things so you could take the locust out of this movie make a few adjustments and it could be the exact same if not better because you could be shorter or focus on more other stuff but though that i, I want to know where that i can't wait for interviews to see like where that locust idea came from like what inspired them from that you know so ah field uh ian malcolm or if you want to mention anything on locusts, if you have any uh, counteracts. Uh, I mean, again, I was just the locusts. I didn't mind it. I, with the whole thing with Ellie Sattler, I loved her in this movie too. She was awesome. I thought her setup with Bryce Dallas Howard doing the power grid thing down below was a good callback to the first movie as mm -hmm. well. Ian Malcolm kind of guiding them over the radio, but um, that was so good. All that stuff for me worked. When like he was not wrong when he's like it's four from the bottom, and she's like you gotta be more specific, and he's like three from the top. Like I don't know if you could do it. And then uh, Ramsey's like it says this thing, and then they hit it like oh right, and he's like yeah that's what I meant. Like oh it's so good. But <laughs> yeah. all that humor for me oh, worked when they're in the yeah when in the control room. Like we'll get to him, but fucking Goldblum knocked all that stuff out of the park. But mm -hmm. um, 
But yeah, I I I take it again not as too much of a red flag, where she she went there with this mission, and there's still Biosyn execs they got to lock up the corruption as the guy said and everything like that. So there's still work to be done, I guess, but. I just took it as, hey, this is their objective, and their objective got them to the island. That was good enough for me. I didn't really need anything more than that. Just that, okay, they they need to get uh, Henry Wu out of here to do what he's got to do. But I'm a little more lenient. Like, it's different for the GA and you guys. Because with Henry Wu, I feel a little more lenient on his change because of mm-hmm. Camp Cretaceous. Again, that's a whole other ballpark. And I can't have that kind of factor into, like, the majority of this kind of this perspective of his character because all you see looking at these movies is his first appearance in the first movie then Jurassic World then Fallen Kingdom and he's always playing the same part and I liked how Ian Malcolm was like oh no 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 what is he doing here it all starts with this guy <laughs> like just he just wants to make right and this guy's just Ian Malcolm's just putting him in the corner but um Dr. Grant is like I remember you yeah <laughs> just like I liked all that that was so good yeah um, for me it's oh go ahead keep going I, I just I'll, I'll cap off with Ian here like he he really delivered it again in this movie i i put the whole legacy cast just like together like henry Wu is in his own different category oh, but like no, the trio included, no. the trio yeah the trio legacy characters they're all on the same pedestal for me i love them so much and ian malcolm was just uh he's just a delight i loved again we got another like story about uh like the familial bond he's like i had a dog once he kept pumping my leg i had to wear a cast <laughs> i just it's so random i like that a lot um and again, I liked. I just love his lines. He's just—he's freaking hilarious. He's so freaking hilarious. He's just poking holes in people's story, like, "Oh, you made a promise with a dinosaur," like, "Oh, you call the dino, you give the dinosaur a name," like mm-hmm. he's just so freaking funny. He yeah. was snacking like the first one again. He was—he uh, was eating snacking and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's funny you show the dog line. That's the only gold one that didn't work for me. I was like, okay, I don't—I didn't know if I needed that one, but he saw oh, that work well. for me. It did. Oh yeah, no, I was like, oh, I don't know if I need a dog humping joke here, but no, everything worked here. I liked at the beginning where it's like I knew he wasn't gonna be shady, but he's just playing it off like, no, I'm happy to accept the money, and you know we're all gonna die, so I'm just trying to live the best life possible. I got five kids, so I'm just I'm just doing what I can here, and I liked the actual introduction scene where he's giving that speech and they come in and he kind of mm-hmm. sees them and stuff, so. I liked all that. I I, lo- I actually really liked um, Doctor Grant getting the argument with the coffee guy. I just that I was good. <laughs> yeah, that like the back and forth. Because again, that's just Sam Neil just sound like I just don't want any. Like he's just <laughs> grumpy old man. And I love it. But um, yeah, Ian again. He's like the inside spy. We talk about that. He hands it off and all his dialogue and that's definitely the theater my theory like I said, was pitch quiet for that movie but they awoke for Ian Malcolm and Golden still has it he same thing he's looking great and uh, yeah he I was happy again if we don't see these characters ever again I'm fine but it was like a, a good closeout but it still shows that if they want to do more like these guys all these guys and this gal still they all got it they still got like those they, they know the repertoire and yeah he he's a plus i don't know i said this down like i don't know if i'm gonna fight for him harder than the year but like i could like maybe maybe see myself given like the fifth slot of best supporting actor in golden geek is the golden because he was so good we'll see because it's a stacked year but he was that good where i thought man he he's somebody that really delivered on all that stuff so yeah 
when he got fired by Dodson, I loved his dialogue, just like a Rio out, like, oh, you know, oh, yeah. he looks at all the staff, he's like, you know, all these guys, they just promote you yeah. with all these promotions, and you just ignore, turn a blind eye, and just go ahead and do, like, he just starts shitting on everyone, and I love that so much. And then uh, you have fucking Dodson, just like, stop that. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> like talking, fucking, just talking. such a terrible fucking villain, oh my god. I also, I also, another thing I like with Ian is when he gets the, the gate, and they're at the, yeah. that cave, which I just... Uh, that's one part where I question, like, I don't know, you guys are going to just go explore around here? Like, all right. Like, people should just sat in their fucking tram cars and be okay. But either way, they end up fine. Um, at the gate, I love when he's like, there could be 19 million, like, th- or 19,000 possibilities. <laughs> yeah, and sure. he just starts, like, plugging away at them, just hoping one's going to be right. And obviously, Ramsey does one, but he's like, oh, I, did I think he, I think he got the one right because he did the same two numbers that Ramsey did. And I think he was doing the right code. No, so. I don't think so. the probability. So. I think he's just like, oh, it worked out. I got it. What would <laughs> like be his the point little of, lines he has. What would he, oh, yeah. And he's just, because it always feels like he's off the side saying some of this stuff. I know, yeah. It's, it's like yeah. A, he's got like a different gain on his mic than everybody else. 100%. Yeah. And he feels like he's a great like NPC character that you have with you the whole time. <laughs> and you're just like, fuck, I love, I, I need a Jeff Gold NPC. But the only reason I think it's Ramsey, because why else would you have that scene of Ramsey doing it? If, like, because it would. I, I feel E. Malcolm's a smart guy, but I don't think he's going to figure out this code. You know, I'll have to, you'll have That's to let fair. me know in the rewatch, Kirkland, when you see it with Shay. You know? <laughs> Check. Oh, Kirkland, I'll or Taylor, you, pause. Taylor, you seen this one more time before uh, uh, it goes out of theaters? I'm probably going to see it two more times. I'm going to take my sister, and then I'm going to go take my dad. So it'll be two more times. This, you reminded me of one more thing. I just want to shout out that. Back to Alan Grant. Oh, that cave oh, scene man. when uh, they're all trying to escape from the Demetrodons, which was absolutely fantastic. I love seeing Demetrodons live action. That was super cool. They're scary. But, she um, climbed the ladder. That was like one moment. I didn't, that I didn't actually jump. jump. I didn't actually jump, me. but the dude in front of me fucking. Oh, Emily <laughs> jumped big time. Yeah, I did. I looked at him like, what did you And same thing with you, Tia. What did you expect was going to be this fucking ladder? I, I don't know. He was like looking and I thought like, oh, maybe it's like, okay. And, like, it's just, it happened really quick that I didn't have time to like brace myself because yeah, he just like throws it up and shh, and then they all started coming out everywhere. It got me real good, but I loved when uh, he he leans back and he's hatless. And that's the first thing I realized. Like, oh fuck, where's his hat? And he, he looks for his hat, and Ellie's like, "Leave the hat!" And he reaches out and grabs it. I love Imagine that scene so much. Matt, like, what I was idiot. afraid he was gonna die. I was afraid I, Ellie. I didn't I didn't have any fear of dying, but Grant, I was afraid, and then Ian, I really was afraid he was gonna die at that scene. I thought Ian was a goner. Yeah, when, when he, he the scene, yeah the scene I did like when I didn't like with the fire, but I thought he was just gonna do a self sacrifice because at first I swear I was I definitely was wrong. I thought I heard the car honking in the scene when the dinosaur was attacking him, but it was not the case. But I thought he was gonna pull the trigger. I thought he and I, it made sense like he'd be the one because yeah he does have the five kids, but like I'm sure they're all grown up. It would be tragic, but like I'm sure he's made like. Sam what? Neil would be the one to die out of anyone there. No, that's what Travis. That's no. what you thought initially. I did, Neil. but when we when we first meet him and they're hitting hard, the oh, wouldn't it have been great if we fell in love together? If that same scene at the beginning would have played and it would have been like you know Mark's great, the kids are great, but I really need your help. Then I'd say okay, the plays you take out Sam Neil. But the second 
the second he walks in that room and he's like, oh, I got to clean up. And I love the touch, actually. He takes the photo off the wall of him and Ellie together when they're younger. That's when my mind changed. Like, no way he's dying because they got to put them together. They were just hitting hard that they missed out. These guys were the people that were supposed to be together because he didn't want to have kids. They could have not. In Jurassic Park 3, they should have not done any of that shit. But that's where I thought, okay, once we met the characters, he was the one to go because he's making all this money. He has the five kids. We got to get Ellie and Grant together. At least the kiss. Here's the other thing. If the kiss had happened already in the midpoint, then I'd say, okay, maybe Grant could go. Because they're holding out for that kiss to the very last bit, it's like, no, there's there's no way it's it's Grant or Ellie. And But Malcolm, I thought he was he was going to go. And we know we got everybody we got everybody still there. You know, Thank we have fuck. our 50 million white people and the one, two black characters. But, you know, you know, that's all good. But I, I just laughed because when it was just her and everybody else was white, I was like, man, like. <laughs> and we got the Asian chap, too. Be, uh, uh, Wu? Henry Wu, yeah, yeah. They made the one Asian. <laughs> he got an untrustworthy. Helicopter. Yeah, they made him very untrustworthy. No, though. That's he's, un- he's spiritual now. He's got long hair. Oh, Holy fuck. fuck! When he first strolled in, <laughs> especially like with where he was in like the previous Jurassic Worlds, where he's like a turtleneck wearing, like super quaff, like James Bond villain type guy, ready mm-hmm. to just. <laughs> he's just a slave him. being passed around from one rich dude <laughs> oh, yeah. to a net. And now next. his body's all abused. He's like, I'm sorry, I can't. Dude, and Dawson's like it always works out like you know yeah. the, he's just like this is why it works like, he's like an abusive relationship we have this <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and it's like fuck man but at the same time it's like cause Wu's done all this terrible shit it's like I don't care about him like I'm like yeah sure be shitty to him cause he's like they made him in Jurassic World and then Fallen Kingdom so like over the top villainy this like good guy turn for me was a bit too we talked about this in the trailers was like oh I've done so much bad stuff it's like I needed a little bit more for him to like have that good guy turn and man when, like Emily hadn't seen the trailer so when we saw his look she's laughing and then I started to laugh cause it just it's just so funny but man at the end when he does that thing with locust and he like releases and he's just like <laughs> looking like simple woo over here and he's just like simple woo. cheering with the locusts as fuck like he i hope the world does some great meme stuff with henry woo from this movie because <laughs> and like i just love when we talked about ray but when they're ready to leave and he just appears in the shadows like <laughs> oh man fuck he, i totally forgot about him at this point and I was like, who's coming out? Like, I thought he was wearing a hood and everything. I was like, who's this new mysterious <laughs> character? And yeah, Henry Wu just saunders. I was like, whoa, I was not expecting that. Then he like trips and like breaks his arm outside, like when they're running into the copter. I know, oh. I know this is a bad time, but I need Maisie to fix the, <laughs> the strand. He's like, oh, yeah, he's like hugging his briefcase hard there. He, he's just so like, man, I just want Chris Pratt to turn around and just fucking shoot him in that moment <laughs> so bad. Not with the trank, with the real gun. Like, it was just like, I I wanted oh them to leave God. him so bad, because that's the only reason they didn't, because it's just Maisie vouched for him, like, oh, he can fix things. But he just came out of nowhere from the shadows, and we we... Me and Kirkland to- joked about this, but we didn't get to because we talked about Dodson. The Ramsey fashion thing was so weird. The editing yeah. in this movie multiple times is really, really bad, and that's why, like I said, I have to fail because just like on a movie standpoint, it just I can't, I can't personally pass it. So they have a scene where. Uh, Ian's met up with the crew. They got out of that cave thing, and then they run this uh, this you know beacon, and they're up top, and we get that big uh, dinosaur scene, dinosaur scene, dinosaur scene. Lots of action, right? It's happening. They finally get a moment. They're making their plan, 
I don't know how this fucking happens. Ramsey has a scene with Dodson. Oh, it was you all along. Yeah, I'm going to stand here and smile. And then literally the next scene, the exact next scene, Ramsey walks in that center and is like, hey, guys, what's up? How, what's going on with security? No, I can clarify this it's for the, you. No, but it's the exact same scene. It happens I, right after. He literally walks in the room. How did he get there so fast? To the tower they were at? Yeah. They weren't at the tower. Remember, they actually went underground and there was that uh, scene where they're actually going in the tunnel and they walked to the command center. And that's where Ramsey met them. The buildings look very much similar, like same how, setting. Set how did he piece, get there but... so fast? So it literally, he walked at well, Dotson's office into their room. That's what it yeah, felt but, like. Yeah, but it was just—it was just a—it's just the same like small compound headquarters like area. But like they went from the main characters went from that tower underground, went to that command center. And then, I mean, like, he just strolled it. It's like, if you want to go bad editing, I would say, okay, like, the woman is flying the raptor on the plane, Kayla, and then she just shows up next to, like, seconds later, and she's just chilling in the black market under... Well, yeah, like, that didn't crowd. make sense. So I, there's I, that, but... I, I think the way they edited Ramsey going over, it didn't make any sense. It felt like, because we didn't see them travel that much, and it just felt like he just showed up randomly and he just knew where they are so it was it was strange that a lot of fast travel happens in this in this movie the plot fast mm. travels and characters are just they got a bunch of power used to the something. dinos fast traveling but now it's the actual humans yeah yeah they've <laughs> evolved uh let's take our another ad break and then we'll be right back and we're back so where where we want to go um, with this i i didn't give my thoughts on ian other than just joining in on you guys Perfect. but i basically agree with everything you said like i think he was 10 out of 10 100 he was mm -hmm. so good like all of his little <laughs> as you said travis who hides off into the shadows as he does another wardrobe change um, no. <laughs> um like I, I i just loved all of his lines when he was just like speaking kind of in the background but like not really doing like not really adding to a conversation just like giving his little two cents as if he's talking to himself like i think i think he's just like a master at that like it, i it's probably so hard to like teach that type of like timing on like line delivery but like it's just jeff goldblum being jeff goldblum in those scenes and he's he's so good i laughed so hard though because like when you first get introduced to him and he's doing like that that lecture or whatever in the, in the lecture hall at uh bios and like in my mind, I'm like, this is just this is probably just Jeff Goldblum. Like, he doesn't even know he's being filmed right now. They're just like recording him behind the scenes. He's just like giving this really like deep talk, <laughs> just like how humans are just destroying the world. It's just like I, I feel like there was something specific to like dinos, but honestly, it could have just been Jeff Goldblum just going on a rant there. But all in all, like I, I think he was fantastic. I definitely thought he was gonna die. He had like a Rambo moment of just like throwing the flaming javelin into the mouth of the, uh, the. What, what's it called? The, the world's giant penis the dinosaur. The Gigantosaurus. <laughs> yeah, the seven foot dick dinosaur. Fuck, I have your stupid song. Seven stuck foot in my dick wrapped around his neck. <laughs> You're going to think about that next time you hear me on time about Oh, 100%. No, I've ruined you. The same oh, way we did oh, ruin me. You know. Um,. But yeah, no, he was he was fantastic. It's I, the same I way when you watch the Batman and you hear this. Holy God, what are you this showing me? Come on! Yeah, you ruined that for me too. <laughs> um, but I don't know where to transition to. Maisie, we haven't really talked about her. Uh, Take she's it. Just, she's having her her teen angsty years. She's just getting a little bit uh, control issues from her parents. Just wanting to to bike to the local lumber yard and just. 
<laughs> I feel like it's a pretty like I know he's like oh I remember how we were at this age. They make Maisie pretty smart, so I just feel like if you were to explain, hey, you go out there and you get known, you're gonna get fucking killed, maybe you get experimented on. It's a pretty good reason. I know yeah. players like oh you gotta hide her up, but it's just like we don't know the situation, <laughs> what's going on completely here. So it got us from even then. I don't know if it was needed that much because she gets. I don't know. She gets kidnapped. I don't know. It, it's fine. It, yeah. What about the uh, <laughs> the fucking kidnapper? When they oh, first God. like zoomed to that guy, I completely forgot about him until now. That goes to show how the the impact he had on me. Mm-hmm. But like when they first go to him, he has like this like I think it's like a teardrop tattoo or something. At first, like the angle he's at, I thought it was the Jurassic Park logo, and I'm like, this is our this <laughs> oh, is our wow. culture here. He has a Jurassic Park like tear tattoo. He takes tattoo. his job fucking seriously. Yeah, he just looks like a fucking serial. He just killer. says dinosaur and- on his forehead. <laughs> 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 that would have been that would have been the cherry on top. For me, the oh one, the part God. that was super strange is when they get Beta and Chris Pratt sees him. They stare at each other for like ten seconds. Pratt does not move. He's just like, <laughs> like breathing heavily. And I think Chris Pratt's worst acting in his career ever is when he gets home. He's like, Claire, get the guns, get everything. We gotta go. <laughs> That's weird, eh? We got, it was. I was like, you really had a shit. Yeah. Do we not got a take? Do we got another take here? We could do. It was. It was really strange. <laughs> yeah. Those, those those poachers, man. They were something. Yeah, but. When they first showed the poacher, I, like I said, I, I pictured the Jurassic Park logo, and they just had this like very stereotypical like bad guy like theme song oh, music yeah. that like like quickly shot. It's like a just like a rant, you know, mm-hmm. just to like have like a, a threat on screen. And I like I literally just chuckled out loud. Like when they just showed like this poacher guy, I'm like, hey, he's fucking a bad guy. He's definitely not a good guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. Looking to, <laughs> looking out for Blue and Beta here. Him oh, and Henry so Wu strange. just looking like the worst people in the world, you know. <laughs> and one of my favorite touches, too, because at this point, they know Chris Pratt has seen them, right? And they, for some reason, when they get Maisie, they just cut to the guy who has the Jurassic Park tattoo, and he's just, like, whipping the bike off the bridge. And it's just like, you can't cover this <laughs> up. Like. <laughs> Like they, we know they know that you got Maisie. So it's like I, I, I guess I'm a bit. Well, was in the way of the vehicle. It's like they didn't have a massive truck and stuff. It was just funny. This cut of this really bad teacher. Like, like he's just like just bad. He's bad to the bone, man. <laughs> made uh, me think in Anchorman when I mean, Jack yeah. Black like <laughs> just talk No, Baxter. <laughs> <laughs> I love that bike more than anything in the world, man. <laughs> so she's like, this we gotta get lazy. He's like, no, we gotta go to shop and get a new bike. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, honestly, I don't have much to add on Maisie. I agree yeah. with Taylor that it was. I thought it was a strange retcon to be like, you actually weren't a clone. You were like, she is a clone, but like, you weren't like a test tube clone. Like, your mom did birth you, and like, I have a mom. Like, they did this reveal. It's like, yeah, but mom's still dead. Like, doesn't matter that much. Like. But the point was, okay, you have this genetic thing that like you fixed. She had a disease where she died, and she fixed you that way. But you could have still done that without her still being a clone. So I like the thing is that again, what is good about this? The cast is always good. Same thing with Fallen Kingdom. And this I like the girl that plays her. I think she does a good job. She's not like a bad child actress. I'm down to see her in more different things in the future. I just don't have much to add with Maisie. She acts with the cast fine. She acts with Chris Brad and Bryce Dallas Howard fine. You know. Yeah, no, I put it all down to the writing. I yeah. I chuckled there when you're talking about that scene because I completely forgot like when, 
like this like i literally was like i chuckled i, I don't want to say i laughed out loud but i definitely chuckled out loud to the point that like people could probably notice in the scene when henry was like talking about like no like you weren't just born in a test like again i don't fucking remember oh, the line, I know but it's just gonna like say. your mother made you with herself <laughs> and then it's like the same thing that blue did and like it's just i i think i was just still so blown away about like the other side of the spectrum of henry Wu from like where he is in fallen <laughs> yes. kingdom of like the turtleneck he's got the long hair now like He's wearing a shirt, probably made he's out of hemp. He's seen some shit. <laughs> yeah, like he probably grows pot now. Like he's just total like hippie <laughs> compared to where he no, was at. No, that guy's shooting heroin just to get through the night, man. He's like Jesse and Breaking Bad. Like, oh, I can rest. That's all. Yeah. Like, that's how Big Daddy. Big Daddy needs his medicine. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck. I like, thought what, what was gonna happen when he's like, oh, you like. You weren't made that way. I, I thought for sure he was going to say, I made you. I thought I that's where that we were too. going. Yeah, and I was like, oh, please, no. Don't do it. And I'm glad they didn't go that way. And even <laughs> though he would. my sperm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm your father, Maisie. <laughs> Fuck, that would have been something else. But no, I, but even then, they, like, they, you know, put him in the background of her studies. I was glad they didn't go that route that he didn't, like, yeah. test tube or something. Or, like, I'm the one that raised you until your grandpa took you. Like, no. God. I think they were, like, leaning in this route of, like, he was like in love with Charlotte or something. Yes. And it was just, it was a lot of Henry Wu in that moment. And it was just tough. It was tough because <laughs> he was changing like outcomes of the last movie, right? Like, mm -hmm. like the words that he was saying, it was like, no, she wasn't just made by her grandfather. Like it was actually Charlotte who was the one like hands on making her to fix her so that she could live a full life. And then like later on when you get like the line, I think it's Laura Dern actually when she's interfacing with Maisie. And like that was like, that was 10 out of 10, honestly, for me of just like, Again, a little bit lucky that she just knew her mom oh, yeah. in that instance. That happens a lot of this movie. Oh, yeah. I met you in that conference eight years <laughs> yeah. ago. Okay. But like, like for me, it worked in that moment. I I, I credit it to Laura Dern, honestly, yes, on, on that whole moment of just like, she wanted you to live a full life. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm almost tearing up here. Like, this is really good. <laughs> and then you go back to like Henry Wu speaking a very, very similar moment. Like, your mom fixed you so you could live a full life. And I, it was just, it was so hard for me to take it seriously because... <laughs> Henry Wu was the dude that was like a total villain in the last Jurassic World movie. Like not two. even just the yeah. last, yeah, not even just the last one. Like since Jurassic World happened, he Again, was this bad guy. It feels like we're, in my opinion, always we're missing a movie that there's something in between yeah. where you saw a lot of changes happen. And this is where for <laughs> me, again, back to all the games question of like, which is worse for me, this or Rise Skywalker. The reason I have this is worse is we're talking about like, Taylor mentioned that too with the Charlotte thing, maybe like it retcons a few things. Colin Trevorrow wrote the last movie. He wrote that movie. This is he's wrote, he's written all three. Where from it went from JJ to Ryan to JJ. So it's like oh clearly that's why because there's a big miss up. There's different writers happening. Colin had this in mind. Is this like such a big plot point change up that it really put points me? No, I just kind of went to the side. I'm like okay, when I rewatch this movie again, I'll have my phone out. I'll go get some food or something like that. Like I don't care about any of this stuff. But it is all like the change up of woo, like such a hard like quick change up and this Maisie storyline kind of randomly when I don't think he really needed to. I don't think he needed to do this. And he's the one that wrote the last movie. So I don't know. I Again, it's uh, I agree with All in the Game where he said this way earlier, but he said following this new trilogy in Book of Henry, which don't watch Book of Henry, Colin Trevorrow must be sent back to any world for a number of years. Please keep him away from large budget productions. That's the problem though in Hollywood. They're going to look at this. It made a lot of money. Like, well, he's doing something right. And I don't think he will be. But yeah, I think he does need that because I just, I... I don't know. I'm not. Uh, I'm not confident in his uh, writing ability and going forward. So, Taylor, Maisie, Charlotte, 
Well, you got you had on a little bit earlier when you're talking about like some of the retcon, but anything specific pros and cons Henry Wu. You mentioned but, some um, Camp Crustaceous <laughs> things. Like, is he a relevant character in that? Henry Wu becomes kind of more prominent later on, just with certain kind of like getting more of his research and everything like that. The whole thing with him in this movie and his turnaround kind of perspective again. It, I, I kind of run with it because in those other movies, like, I don't... He's got a cross around his neck now. Yeah. Like, he just totally felt like he, like, went to... Does he actually have a cross around his no, neck? No, I was joking. <laughs> you can believe that, though. He comes out wearing, like, you his see him nice in the sweater. Copter, he's just rocking back and forth, like, praying He's away. got his prayer beads, yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, but, yeah, I don't... Sorry. I don't, I don't see him as... Uh, it's perspective. In those other movies, like, is he... Is he a, is he evil? I won't say he's evil. I think he's just at the uh, expense of uh, these maybe evil people and then people that are just, again, I say it again, they found their dad's gun and he's just, all he wants to do, and they reiterated that in this, is that he just wants to create his dinosaurs. He just, he's like Frankenstein, like Dr. Frankenstein. He loves these creations. I think the, the only thing that doesn't line up with your camera cretaceous stuff is that could be the, the, the right motives, but I think it's the way that, um, uh, what's his name again? Who, who plays the actor? Who is the guy that plays him? Shit. Who? Is it B.D. Wong? Right? B.D. Wong? Yeah, B.D. Yeah. Wong, yeah. He, would you agree, though, that at least in the movies, Jurassic World and Fallen Kingdom, he plays him in a villainous way? Like, his persona is very kind of Bond villain-esque. I, I will, well, like, Bond villain-esque, sure, but I don't see him as being a villain. I just see him as being protective over what he created, especially in Fallen Kingdom. That just seems even more amplified, where it's like, no, hey, like... I made these things, like, and again, like, oh, you did, like, a transfusion, a blood transfusion, like, are you kidding me? And then, uh, even then, when he's selling this dinosaur that's not a perfect specimen that it could be one of his creations, like, it's like, no, this is outrageous, like, you can't do that. Like, he's just, he's primarily always concerned with what he's creating. So, in this context, um, yeah, he's just, he's filled with regret, and he's being baited by the, the, the carrot of your diamond uh, your diamond dinosaurs will all be taken away and be gone if you don't uh, keep doing this for us so but like, why does he care at this point anymore i guess that's the thing we just don't know enough you know it's a scientist in the thing movie. i'll have to I mean, meet a scientist and ask yeah hey do you relate to this guy in the movie do you relate to henry the <laughs> <laughs> sweater man like the cardigan just does <laughs> even here though he looks like a fucking villain like he looks like he's he planning to kill james bond this looks like he's in like a predator movie or something like those look like the face the face huggers <laughs> oh man um uh, one thing I was gonna mention: Do are we done with Maisie and uh, uh, Henry Wu? Um, with Maisie, I I did really enjoy her character a lot more in this than I did in Fallen Kingdom. I liked uh, the nice. dynamic of her going into town, and again, that was another scene I cried when she walked into town. And the I'm just gonna roll with it, a Patasaurus, but don't quote me on if that's actually what it was. But when uh, it was just kind of lingering there, and the people just. The music kicked in. The people got it out. Another one popped up, and they both sounded off. Just beautiful scene. And um, yeah, I think she did good. I liked how she was learning more about her lineage and everything along those lines. I liked how she had her She's scenes learning. with Beta. She's learning. I liked her scenes with Beta a lot. That really jived with me. And uh, yeah, overall, definitely improvement from the last movie. Do you nice. think, like, at any time that she's just seeing, like, a T-Rex just fucking murk, like, a full family of whatever, she's just like, yeah, I did that. 
I'm literally yeah. the direct cause to all of this. They didn't get into any of that. No, nope, not thought at they all. Would, I thought they would kind of touch upon. Well, those that, weren't those weren't all the dinosaurs, right? Like she's not oh, literally the only man. cause because no, they said like, oh, we pulled all the Sorna dinosaurs too, right? <laughs> she's like, a you think cause. that was one of mine? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. she's yeah. a. She's cause, keeping yeah. a tally, like Ray when she's like her parents <laughs> coming back, which is like the people she's killed. She's like, fuck yeah, like. Um, what was it oh let's take a uh, probably our last ad break because then we'll get into I think just a bunch of maybe random things to shout out smaller characters in a moment so we'll be right back and we're back so I just want to quickly shout this out because I will forget about it. I did not make notes for this movie so there's a scene where planes going down got attacked by pterodactyls you know too bad Billy didn't come back a lot of characters came back no Billy in this one so no Billy nah he's probably dead somewhere you know he got into some trouble, I imagine. He's in some Mexican prison. Understand <laughs> that's a Billy Roll. So anyway, so he's stealing they, eggs they, or something. <laughs> he's on the black market for sure. He's like, look what I got. Oh, look he's what I got down over there. Here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, that would have been a great moment of Grant in this black market to see Billy there, like some druggie there with the dinosaurs. <laughs> he's looking fucking terrible, dude. Like he's selling what? his body for something. He's eating yeah. the the pterodactyl poop like yeah. Grant was. <laughs> he he. <laughs> It's just white all around his lips. Um, oh, God. And he has, like, the same vest that Dr. Wu does. <laughs> <laughs> all the turning good guys have that vest. But anyways, so, I got to take at this picture, but just show it one last time before I delete it from our stream here as if Dr. Wu there. Because uh, we'll never use it again. It's haunting. It's fucking haunting. Uh, it's gone. <clears throat> Was the planes going down? They only got one shoot. Bold for Kayla to be like, yeah, it's fine. I don't need to use the shoot. You know, I only plan for one, but whatever. Okay, cool. She's the brave badass. And they tell Bryce tells Howard Claire, like, you're going to go. You know, she needs her mom. And I just, again, it didn't happen. But I just laugh. They send her up there. Really cool shot of, uh, like, the chairs going. It's from that perspective of everything. And then she pulls the shoot. Second she pulls the shoot, the pterodactyl's just going fucked her up. And I would have just laughed in the world. They're watching, like, oh, Claire's up there. And she just got wrecked by and that's why they sent her out there because like oh the pterodactyl like we don't want to go like Sinclair out there. <laughs> we gotta like, deter them it was so funny of like this was like she's going because this was the safe plan but it was yeah. like almost the worst plan because she just up there and just got demolished and then she goes down there and i like that scene where she's hiding the water but i just laugh for like what a way to go you thought you're gonna be safe yeah. like that'd be a terrible way but um yeah i no, found 100%. it very funny i was chuckling in the theaters oh 100 percent. like it, it led to great sequence it was like that poster sequence right of her like crawling in the water yeah. Taylor, did you already answer this what that dinosaur was the edward scissorhand one yeah the freddy krueger as madison called it <laughs> the therizinosaurus i believe it is okay did you like when they teamed up at the end the t-rex and him to kill him they did a combo move i, I sure like did. that yeah, yeah i love that i love <laughs> that got me that got me good so yeah. i would have predicted I'll taylor would have loved that later. and travis wouldn't have liked it <laughs> yeah Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, no. Like, what followed was great. But as soon as like she lands, she went through that horrific moment of like basically dying multiple times, and mm-hmm. then she just like sees the command center like, like ten kilometers away, like bare minimum. Like it is yeah. so fucking far away, and she's just like in between many A light jog. <laughs> yeah, many many dinos between there and her, and then it's just like oh well like the smoke is <laughs> like where safety is basically, and that's where Chris Pratt and. Uh, Kayla, I forget the actor, the actor's name was. I was just like, man, what a terrible plan that was. But mm-hmm. I don't Didn't know. It well. led to, led to some good entertaining moments, at least. Yeah, you guys think you could have held your breath that long under there? Fuck no, I am not a strong swimmer nor like lung capacity yeah. person. So 
Yeah. I could have done it. I just would worry, like, when do you come up? Like, you never know when it's going to be good to come up, right? You got to hope that it's gone and look up, but still, like, that's some muddy water. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be tough. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> yeah, you're choking out, losing your last air. You just, it's just staring at you. It's just waiting for you. Like, what do you do? Do you just stay in the water and, like, drown? I'd probably rather drown and then get, like, even if you're not fully dead, you'd probably die in your sleep by it killing you. I'd rather die from drowning than that. So. Fair enough. Yeah, sorry. I, I stopped talking because my headphones made a really weird noise. <laughs> I, know, I was wondering what that noise was. Oh, I you heard it? it? Okay, because yeah. I was like, what the fuck is that? Might have been like my Morpheus washing. needs me or something. <laughs> it's more of a time. <laughs> it's time to wake up. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm trying to think. I think I you guys might talk and shout some things out, but I think I covered most of the stuff. I just really want to stress that I really hated the black market, the Mission Impossible character stuff like that. Did not work for me at all, and that was the lowest point of this movie. That's where I was like, this is that was Fallen Kingdom like for me. That was that same territory of man, and I, that's where I think the third act when they get together is when the movie goes up. I think Act One and Two are pretty similar for me, but that was the lowest of the low. Even though Barry was back and I liked him enough, but um. Yeah, you guys might shut some stuff up. I think that's most of the random stuff I have. Like the the fake White Widow, the the Vanessa Kirby wannabe character. Oh, 100%. <laughs> she's like, the parents are here, and she's calling Dodson. It's like, oh, you take care of it? It's like, well, for whatever. Not for free. For, not yeah, for not free. for free. And then he just, like, takes the phone down. <sighs> <sighs> Just get it done. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> it's like, really? Like, do we need this, people? Did we need this at all? Like, yeah. we didn't even need her to call Dodson, let alone, like, no. ha- have more just screen time of this fuck. God, I hate after, that guy. After seeing, like, more of her, she still had her glasses on. I was like, is this Aquafina? And then she took the glasses <laughs> off. I was like, okay, no, it's not. But I thought <laughs> it was after, after our thinking, like, oh, is it Vanessa Kirby? Is it Aquafina? To not just being a different actress. So. <laughs> and I still don't know where she's from because me and Emma, I'm looking at her right now the whole time. I'm like, we've seen her in some movies, seen her, but I have not figured that out. So I'll probably reveal that at the end here. So The, uh, the sequence of them being in the town, I love the black market setting. I love seeing the different dinosaurs just like on like one dude's got one of those aerial ones can't remember the name of it but on his like on his wrist and all the little dinosaurs the fight pit going on everything like that i thought it was really just a cool it almost felt like a weird moss eisley equivalent sort of speak and uh, i i definitely enjoyed what we got because i mean this is a shitty part of what people would do with these exotic creatures and i guess moving on from that when we got to the other stuff with the agents i actually liked it because this it, I like the Mission Impossible vibe that was kind of coming from it. And it just, for me, it was cool because we haven't had this in a Jurassic Park film ever before. It, like, it's such a eventful spy action thriller packed. I think it wasn't asked for. I think that's why we haven't gotten it. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm, no, I'm happy you enjoyed true. it because it's your franchise, though. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, it, it's, uh, I Taylor, in that moment with, like, the black market, when all hell is going loose and there's t-rexes like basically fighting each other i just laugh so hard at how like there's still dudes just like like gambling they're betting and money <laughs> yeah as soon as like oh one like, and the two, guy get yeah. in they're throwing more money in <laughs> they're getting all jazz meanwhile there's just a giant carnivore like right behind them mm-hmm. they were dedicated that, they, their rent was probably on that game so they 100%. it didn't matter if if, <laughs> if life yeah. was going oh going yeah mayhem behind them that one guy went out really shittily both his arms are being eaten and he's oh, just yeah. stuck there fuck Taylor, big thing. Where did you get? Uh, we did a newscast on this. Do you feel justified or satisfied with the answer of Scooter Guy? Oh, 
because I was looking out for that. Because in the trailer, there's that moment where a scooter guy is going, and we've talked about everything like that. I feel like it's even worse that he was still scootering around with these dinosaurs were loose. Because like clearly the town was already in a ruckus, and he was just scootering in the middle of these dinosaurs, and he got Aiden. Out. I was worried it got taken out because it wasn't popping up, but no, he just got he got Aiden, and he's that guy's a fucking idiot. He's scootering I'll, in the middle of them. I let it slide cause again. These dinosaurs fast travel. I let it slide in the moment because like it was just all hell right, was breaking loose, travel. and he didn't know what the fuck was going on. Um, Henry I believe put that gene in the fast travel gene. They can. Just, they did. I believe he's the guy too that um, won the contest where you get eaten by a dinosaur, and so that was his. Uh, he won the contest oh, and got okay. to be eaten. I think that's what it was associated with. I thought you were talking about real world, like that was a thing in black market you could bet on, like who wants to be eaten by a fucking dinosaur? <laughs> yeah. And this guy no. like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's cool. That's fun. That, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. At least it's but a memorable eat, you know. It was yeah. definitely a memorable eat. Oh yeah, he was um, like all over the trailers too, marketing material. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a couple other things I want to shout out was I, I was really um, afraid that the queen of Isla Nublar, T-Rex, was going to actually die at the end of this mm. because the, the, I can't remember if it was Colin Trevorrow or who was saying it, but it was going to be a very fitting end for the dinosaur. And that had me kind of a little bit alarmed because I was thinking like, shit, I, I don't want her to die. And seeing her have that little tussle with the uh, Giganotosaurus, initially I thought like, fuck, like it just bit down on like the front of its face. Thought, That's brutal, but it sauntered off. And I'm looking for the distinctive markings on the neck to make sure it is the same T-Rex because I know that there's other ones as per Camp Cretaceous. But thankfully, like, that, well, that, yeah, thankfully it's alive or she's alive. But that scene where it got, like, she got whipped up on the side of that slab and just the helicopter's flying up. And I thought, fuck, she's dead. This is brutal. And then we're zooming in on it. And it's like the ceremonious kind of, like, closeout, I guess. And then the other dino pops in the Freddy Krueger to kill a Giganotosaurus. And what when it... The- fo- Hmm? I was just gonna say, what was the fitting ending then? It's the just fitting, the same thing they've done with her. The like, fitting ending that I really liked was when she was saunder. Like I love that she like snapped out of her unconscious state and fought back. That was great. But the mm-hmm. fitting ending for her that I really liked was that she was walking around in the resort area, the sanctuary, and these two other T Rex. When I'm, I get to see live action three T Rexes, which was three Tyrannosaurus Rexes, which is fucking fantastic. And I full on attribute it to those being the same ones from Sorna. And there's no one that can say otherwise, because when they said the movie, we brought dinosaurs from Sorna. I just love the idea. Like, Hey, we got the two from uh, lost world and we got the original one from the first Jurassic park. Just like, here they are. And even their colors distinctively looked and resembled that where Isla Nublar's was much more of a brownish color. And these were more like a greenish gray in their skin tone. And I just really appreciated it. I thought it was just, again, I, I loved that moment so, 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 so much. It was a nostalgic kick. Very nice. Glad that you got the fitting ending. Anything else to show, Taylor? Uh, that Pyroraptor scene, again, I, I really mm. enjoyed it when it went under the water and it was swooping around and Chris Pratt fell through and then it like jumped up and was just chasing them. And uh, yeah, it was just, it was freaky. It was a very freaky dinosaur. I think that would have been so much better if they kept that out of the trailer. Because it would have just been mm. such a shocker if it just went in the water there. It would have just been so much more yeah, suspenseful. But I agree. St- I still love the scene. I Like I mentioned in the non-spoiler, I think, of just like the, the design of the dino was really cool. It had the feathers and everything. Um, I, I wanted to shout out, um, I think it's... <sighs> 
it's like when we have like the days of future past moment and like the old crew meets the new crew and it's just really awesome and then they kind of they're kind of saved from 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 some of it i don't even remember what it was specifically but then i i swear it was like a mixture of like the original theme and like the new like sort of drastic world like modern theme of like the drastic part theme it was just it was really cool again like all of them were kind of just like sitting there together and then you had that playing in the background it was just a really cool scene Mm-hmm. Score Definitely. overall was good too. The score was fantastic. It kicked in some moments in the high gear that I loved. Um, oh God, what was that other moment when uh, they were finally talking? It was after they escaped the Gigantosaurus, and they were just having their dialogue. And Owen's like finally like, "Oh, you know, yeah, you're Alan Grant," and they start talking and having that moment. I really mm. like that. And all the you characters just kind of like, "Yeah, you train raptors." <laughs> Tell me the sounds they make. Yeah, you did the joke for me. What they sound like. <laughs> and, uh, go, and he pulls out the Billy thing. He's like, I got this. Yeah. You reminded me. That was actually yeah. in the movie. The the resonator, the resonating chamber thing. Was it like, at his it, camp? In, in his tent, yeah. He had it like behind him. I, uh, yeah. Did you see the ashes of Billy him. there too? That was pretty sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a skeleton of him. How like in, in Jurassic Park 3 you have like. It's what he wanted. <laughs> what's like the, the husband that she didn't give a fuck about when he was Mark. Like, Mark, the new boyfriend. Was that Mark too? No, no. Kirkland's <laughs> referring to uh, the Kirby's that husband, like the new guy she was dating. Oh, Ben Hildebrand. <laughs> ben yeah, Hildebrand. that's Billy. Yeah. He's just like hung from like a parachuting <laughs> thing in his office. Lord, the Lord was like, "Who's that?" Oh, that's Billy. You didn't get to meet him. He's got white shit all over his lips. Fuck, he was a trickster, shit. man. I love <laughs> Billy. I, I, one thing I liked quickly in that same scene is when he was explaining the dig because people could do tours. There's just people on their phone not giving a fuck about what Alan Grant was talking <laughs> about. And nice touch. Yeah. I, um, jumping back to when they're like comparing careers. You train, you train raptors. <laughs> fuck. No, I, I love when um, uh, Owen was like, oh, I know. I, I loved your book. I read your book. He's like, on tape. <laughs> yeah it's just a quick line but it made me laugh so one thing they didn't get into which they i thought they're getting a little bit when they're talking about that and then they claire was like oh at jurassic world and then Golem's like oh jurassic world huh not a big fan <laughs> and i thought they were gonna get into some more awkwardness that she was the, one of the big runners at park but that was kind of it they didn't really touch upon that again she's evolved from that so i don't think it's like oh you needed it but just because Goldblum said that it's only because she didn't really like specify that she was like one of the lead people there she's like yeah mm -hmm. i was at jurassic world and the second Goldblum said that, like, well, i'm gonna shut the fuck up about that but yeah um just before I forget, like, I haven't even mentioned Bryce Dallas Howard, I think, since, like, the beginning. And, like, I, I liked her performance for sure. I just feel like her general role was definitely more of a, like, less forefront character. Because she oh, was yeah. just, like, she was just, like, a mom in this one, right? Like, trying to get her daughter. And I think she killed at, like, at those moments, like, when she was really worried about Maisie at the end when they're all, like, by the campfire. Like, I really like that. Um, but, yeah, I wanted to shout her out because I, I i liked what <clears throat> pardon me i liked what i saw of her in this movie but it was just obviously less than the last two because she had to sh share screen time with the original three right oh yeah yeah no i still like her but yeah that, that it's once you got those three you're gonna spread a lot more time around so yeah couple other easter eggs i'm gonna shout out when chris pratt was running through the black market and all the compies jumped on him i like that i felt like a little nod to mm -hmm. lost world and the compies are all on you and he's ripping them off of his body mm -hmm. um 
And then again, we had, uh, oh, what was that one scene? When Bryce Dallas Howard, she parachuted down. That I kind of have a trope to the Ben Hildebrand thing where she managed to, like, get out of it, but he didn't, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, ben, you know, no wonder yeah. she goes shit about it. That him. kid was supposed to come back from. It's like, okay, go find something to get, to get me down from here. The kid mm-hmm. just fucking kept running. I found food. <laughs> and T-Rex piss. Yeah. Um, Fuck, that's a that's a great meal for Alan Grant. Bird shit in the T Rex uh, piss, man. <laughs> it's a good day. <laughs> I have to rewatch it to kind of pick up on more Easter eggs because it was just of most of the time just like absorbing everything about this film. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Biosyn like architecture was pretty fucking cool. I'm not gonna lie, like that cent- that central square they had, or not square, it was a more c- more cylindrical shape, I guess I could mm-hmm. say, but just really cool design. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's it. We covered everything. I think so. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll go first because I know I got the lowest score. I think I'm going to go, excuse me. Uh, I'm going to give this a 3.5 out of 10. I, like I said, I had moments that I liked and I think that I had more fun talking about with you guys. I think Fallen Kingdom, I gave like a one or two or something like that. But yeah, I just, there, there is stuff, but I think there's sometimes I always say that this comes down to enjoyability, but sometimes there's a film has a lot of bad things like I told the editing, the plot. It just does override where the more critical side of me goes, no, nah, I just I can't pass this. It's the same with Rise of Skywalker that I wish I had that score back because I probably would have failed that too. And uh, uh, But I just bring that up because it's similar things. And that's where I just knew that that last act was good, had some fun with it. But overall, when I rewatch this again, there's going to be a lot to truck through to get to that third act again. And uh, yeah, there's just lots of stuff that I think won't be good on a rewatch. The plot's messy. The dialogue's meh. Uh, editing is not good. So yeah, no, I would uh, I would fail this one. Dylan asked me, and luckily it's been a good year, but Dylan asked me, like, oh, you think I'm going to have to watch it on for Golden Geeks? I'm like, I don't think so. I don't think you're going to have to worry. And yeah, it's just, it's just because we've gotten so many good movies this year. Me and Emily saw everything everywhere all at once like for my second time again so that was good and then like i said just a few weeks ago watching top gun maverick i know that we can do these huge blockbusters and be better at them and that's what was kind of disappointing with this especially with the i would i will watch this again because those original characters but i would just love them to be in a a much better movie and i think they all deserve better and hey they deserve better as far as they're going to be getting paid well that's fine but uh yeah, I'm, I, and I don't know where the franchise goes next. Maybe we'll talk about another thing. I think, uh, and to me- only get mentioned that while I'm speaking about that, how long till a reboot. I do agree with Trevorrow that way where he says the reason it probably won't get rebooted is because no one wants to remake Jurassic Park. And I think what they just do is just, you maybe remake Jurassic Park like uh, 50, 60 years from now, but I, I think you just keep... It's just going to get more action-y. It's not going to... I don't think it'll be rebooted. I think Chris Pratt and at least Bryce Dallas Howard will be back. I think these are easy paychecks for them. The original cast, sure, would I like them back to see some stuff? Yeah, but at the same time, I wouldn't. I think these are good ending points, and I was happy for them to return because if we bring them back, we get in that territory of, like, you got to kill them off or do certain different things, and I'm fine with them getting happy endings, these characters. So, yeah, that's that's where I am on Jurassic World uh, Dominion, which they did say in the movie. He said uh, he said Dominion, so there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll go next. I'll, I'll ramp us up to the uh, highest rating guy over here, but mm-hmm. I... <laughs> Man, what a journey just this review has been for me. Like, where my score was, like, <laughs> during the the talks and just fucking talking about Dodson, talking about some other uh, <laughs> Mr. Wu stuff. Like, Holy when we watch Jurassic Park and Newman's like, Dodson, Dodson's here. We're going to think about this character now. <laughs> We're going to make, man, look at what Dodson becomes, you know? <laughs> Fuck. Some questions don't need answers. Um, but, like, honestly, I, I, I still stand where I was on, like, 
I will pass this movie. It's definitely over 50% for me. I, I think the theater experience really boosted for me. Like if I saw it in IMAX like Taylor, I can only imagine how oh, much yeah. more intense those moments would have been. Um, just to think too, I was like literally like a week away from seeing Batman in IMAX. I was in Victoria and they mm. had Batman coming soon. I'm That'll be like forever big regret. Just couldn't go one, le- one week later on that vacation. But that's not what this is about. This is about Jurassic World. So uh, I loved the dino moments. Again, like seeing new dinosaurs, that was awesome. Um, and like the original cast was... It was it was a great just nostalgia like thing of having those characters back and like I said like I think out of those three Sam Neill was the lowest for me but like he was still fantastic like it was still just so great to have him like be that paleontologist person again you know so it, it was really fun um, but yeah there was some definitely egregious moments that I think rewatching this I'm I'm gonna be thinking those moments are like Fallen Kingdom level for me personally so I. I think I'm going to give this one a six and a half out of 10. Um, just the Dodson stuff was so bad for me. Like, really? Like, we couldn't have done anything better here. And the locusts, like, I, I honestly, like, almost completely forgot about the locusts, <laughs> like, entering, like, this review now. And, like, the whole Henry Wu thing was so weird to watch. Um, and I think just, like, some convenience things kind of bring it down a bit for me, too. But overall, like, it was, it was still up there. I'm very curious to see what my feelings are on the second one. Like, if I'm happy where my rating is, if it's lower, if it's maybe a little bit higher. Um, just I, I feel like, like, the thing that could make it higher is those, like, epic scenes and be like, oh, they just take my breath away. Kind of like... Like when I left like Top Gun Maverick and was just like, holy fuck. Like, like I felt like I was in the pilot seat there. Like that's what that experience was. Not quite there. Maybe if I saw this on IMAX, but nonetheless, I'm going to leave it at six and a half, which is a big step up for Fallen Kingdom. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to just talk to more like everyday people that I just, just happen to see and like what their thoughts are on it when they, when they see it. Cause yeah, I, I was, I was honestly surprised when I first saw like the, the Rotten Tomatoes score. I, I don't even think that's set in stone or anything. Is it? Like, if it's this soon? or Well, no, there'll be more, but it's just going to drop. It's 32%, lowest Jurassic Park, whatever, mm. franchising of all time. Yeah, I've, I've had the opposite. of all time, below oh, yeah. Fallen Kingdom, eh? Yeah, I think it, yeah, I, I'm not so surprised. I'm not that's surprised so wild by it. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, I think people are just kind of, it's like, it's getting to be like Transformers, where it's almost like, Fallen Kingdom was meh, and then if this one's meh again, people are like over it. They're like, okay, what's what's going on here? And see, I've had the exact difference where the people I've talked to that have seen it that are like, whether it's like online people or whatnot, I've had that where people are like, yeah, this is not. I yeah. I haven't had okay. anybody I've talked to where I was surprised. I'm surprised you're a six, even not a six. I was surprised by the point five, but I've had the exact opposite where it's like, yeah, that was an Emily, yeah. and I did not enjoy our time as far. We enjoyed it because we had a fun time together. We had a ball, That's like, good. We got two popcorns <laughs> together. We had a great time, but like the movie, yeah, I've 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 had a different one, but that's going to be the biggest thing because next week is light year. That's big for kids, but I am really interested to see word of mouth because it's going to make a bunch of money. It's going to be a top five opener, but it's going to see like now what's the second week in drop. Like the word of mouth is going to be really big, but I still think that draw the original characters, you want to go back and see it because it could be a once yeah. in a lifetime thing, you know, and at the end of the day, even if you don't like it, it's like, well, you had, you went two hours and, you know, did something. So I, I still think it's not gonna be i would be interested to see if they do a whatever jurassic 7 and it doesn't have the original characters back that is one i would say uh i don't know how that's gonna do because like people might not be a little high on it and you don't have that selling of laura dern sam neil you know there's no one to bring back now you know that's the thing it's like 
Billy. At least, what? <laughs> Billy, yeah, Billy. fuck. <laughs> At least, even though they were all in the first one with Star Wars, it was always like, okay, but Mark Hamill's going to have a huge role in this one. Leia was supposed to have a huge role. That Or this was, they kind of shot their load, right? But mm. we'll see. They, it makes money. We're going to get more and see what happens. For sure. Taya Phil, what do you think about this one, though? What's your final score? Uh, so we know you're down to 0.5. Yeah. I know where it stands in my rankings, but that's saved for another episode. Yeah, so next week. That. Um, <clears throat> but it's, uh, for me, it did a lot of things that I really appreciated and I liked. And it just, it hit so many nostalgic triggers for me being a fan of this franchise. And that being said, it's not a perfect movie. Like you guys highlighted so many things that, uh, again, I, I let slide on my viewing. I didn't mind, but then other things that are totally problematic. I will give this a 9 out of 10. I know that's still very high. But oh, that's I, it's, fine. It's, um, I was expecting a 9.5, so it's actually lower. Than, what was no, the other 0.5? No. Because <laughs> we know Dodson's a 0.5. What's that other 0.5? Uh, yeah, Dodson is a 0.5. No yeah, no Billy. That's definitely a point five doc there for me. But no, the other point five just um, I I have like it's hard for me to explain it. I I, it's I know just missing I, something to get it's you to missing that near the it's 10. missing something. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I would probably feel more like I could attribute words to it after a few more viewings of the mm-hmm. movie once I kind of come to terms with that. But at this point, it's I would still highly recommend that you go see it in theaters. I think that this and. Maybe because I saw an IMAX, I'm just I'm just saying oh, that. Yeah. But you're getting dinosaurs. See it on the big screen because it's definitely an experience in itself to enjoy that. But at its core, this movie it brought me uh, many emotions of happiness and nostalgia that I really appreciated experiencing. And just the visuals alone were just gorgeous. I loved how they closed out the movie with those different scenes, but. The use of practical effects and animatronics, I am so happy with that they finally amped it up and delivered on a whole new front compared to the other movies. The way that the lighting was in this movie as well, we didn't get overly heavily used CGI in very bright light spaces like the previous like Jurassic World, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom employed. And I'm happy about that because it just made these dinosaurs seem a little bit more realistic. Something I've always attributed that the first Jurassic Park did very successfully was using those darker environments to its oh, advantage. Yeah. Now, again, with this with this movie, I, I love a lot of the tributes to Michael Crichton's kind of thought process and his writings, uh, especially to the books. I credit them on how they were trying to veer off. And maybe that's where I kind of like draw the line a little bit with my rating is the source material. Like I, I feel like these people didn't, well, Colin Trevorrow in terms of him writing this, they could, he could have done a little bit better on trying to really understand the messaging behind Michael Craigton's thoughts and his work. That being said, like I'm trying not to like contradict or counteract what I'm trying to say like the writing could have been better on that front but it's still delivered on aspects of what Michael Crichton kind of stands for and I liked how the movie makes you feel and I mean this in a positive way uh, insignificant I liked how it closed out saying like life it's just this bubble has existed on this planet for over 100 million years and humanity is just like a small fraction of a fraction of a fraction of that. I love that and I loved how the dinosaurs again just reaffirmed this kind of foundation and seeing all the new species was great. The callbacks was great. 
Uh, it's uh, as soon as that steelbook drops, like I'm gonna snag it when they drop that six pack. I'm gonna snag the six pack. Like why you own all the other shit. movies in like steel cases? What you need the six pack? I don't have any steel cases for the movies. Actually, I need to get that. But oh, I have wow. the um on DVD. I have the first trilogy. Um, mm. and then I have just like the Blu-ray DVD combo of the first and second Jurassic World. So I want that steel case of Dominion, and then I want to get the six pack collection. Of uh, all the movies, it's my guilty pleasure, but definitely. Yeah. What's that? Oh, you're going to get it. You know, it's going to happen. It. Yeah. yeah, it's going to happen. So go see this movie in theaters, definitely. And uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, we did it. We reviewed Jurassic World Dominion. That was a fun one. I uh, had a good yeah. time there. Yeah, our next big <laughs> review next weekend will be Lightyear. Me and Taylor are doing that on the Sunday because uh, Gwen has a dance recital. So I won't be seeing that the Thursday or the Friday. So I have to do the dad duties, but we'll be doing that. And then in a couple of weeks, we got Black Phone coming up. And then after mm. that, a couple of weeks will be Thor. So we got a good weeks of some good bangers about to happen here. And plus, we got. Fucking Obi Wan Kenobi and Miss Marvel every week and stuff like that. It'll be exciting to get to get your thoughts on uh, uh, Miss Marvel and Obi Wan when you get to jump back into them and stuff because you were gone last week and the boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited for you to catch it on the boys. There's some fucking wild stuff going there. So we got lots of other big reviews. Thank you very much. If you listen to this, let us know on Patreon, the Discord, YouTube, Facebook, the whole shebang, what you thought about this, what you agreed, disagreed, any other Easter eggs you caught. And when you hear from us next, I promise you it'll not be boring. Bye-bye. Peace.